This week on Face Off Hockey Show, it's the doldrums of summer, everybody. That's right. We are getting into it as we are only a few weeks away from camp, I guess. I don't know. But we'll talk some stuff. Sean Leahy might be here. He missed out on the anniversary show. We got some coaching changes, some life things, some Olympics, and a, a uh, University of Miami player has signed an NIL with an NHL team. Talk about that right now. Face Off Hockey Show. Get on it. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The Face Off Hockey Show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with a C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. Hi, it is me, Scotty Waz. I was looking through uh, my upper deck cards that I've been kind of going through, um, and you can really tell how they value a player um, by how they present your Young Guns card. They got uh-huh. Connor McKay. Okay. In action. All right. You got uh, uh, Arthur Kaliev in action, hanging out. You got uh, Nicholas Milos in action, ready to go. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and then you got Alex uh, Diorio. Headshot. Ooh. Draft picture. Yep. That there, were, training... there must not have been any pictures of him playing. Training camp photo. Not, nothing in a Penguins jersey, at least. They could have got Wheeling Nailer stuff, and that would have been hilarious, but not to be had. Johnny P here, Scotty Waz there. Wait, nope, other way nope. around. That's fine. Nope. Yeah, that would be great though. Be fantastic. Mark might be in my basement though later in the show. True. Uh, thanks to all who listened to the anniversary show. Yeah. Live or on tape, we appreciate it. That was a fun night. I enjoyed it. It was if, great. If you haven't checked it out, why have you not updated your podcast feed? Um, and then we'll go from there. Uh, so it was a good time had by all thanks to everybody who uh, joined in and if you didn't get it well we've been doing this for 20 years I don't know what to tell you at this point yep at this point if you haven't figured it out I don't know what to tell you uh, but Johnny uh, we kind of you, you kind of had some other weekend things after our shizzo didn't you I did I did uh, so after the show then on Monday I played in Towson's golf tournament nice uh, so that was fun uh, we we were uh, we were at plus one through ten holes, not terrible to be perfectly honest. The winners were at minus twelve through ten holes. We only played ten holes because it started lightning and thundering, and they made us leave the course. Right. Uh, but somebody in our in our group did win a foursome at a uh, like country club, really nice golf course apparently in Maryland. Probably won't be going, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, and. Uh, then Monday night, I had a fantasy EPL draft Ooh. in my basement. Oh, after the after the golf tournament, people were already at my house when I got home from the golf tournament. Wow, just banging outside. No, I gave them the code to the front door, like I gave you. Well, there we yeah, go. They figured out how to get in too. Well, hey, thank God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, so that occurred, and then uh, work has been work. 
this week. But yeah, I finally put the basement back together. It's Wednesday. I put the uh, the studio back together. There are still three chairs down here, but they're no longer pushed back. I left the camera in widescreen mode, though. I thought that was the way to go. I think so. It's good work. I mean, it looks better, I feel. Oh, uh, yeah. I moved closer to the bike. You know all that. I'm not yeah, wearing a tuxedo. It's all perception. So we're all we're all back to normal. Back to it Wednesday. was just a it was a one day thing. <laughs> it's a one day thing. And next year we're just gonna have an all day drunk basher for our twenty first birthday. Might as well. Yeah, why not? It'll be on Sunday probably. What's ne- it might be year's... Saturday. Uh, is next year a leap year? It was Sunday this year. I don't know what's what life is. Like, no. wait a minute. Yeah, hold I on. Just right. like a, I can look at technology. <laughs> technology and stuff. That's fine. August 2020, the 8th is a Monday. Not jerk stores. Goes ahead a day. Boo. Churns. Boo churns indeed. Oh, well. The opposite way would have been the best. Is this the most golf you played in a year in a while? I think so, but I'm getting worse, I feel. Interesting. Yeah, I feel like as I play more and more golf, (laughs) it's like I'm just getting tired. It's technically the only way I work out currently, so. Sure. But yeah, I have played a lot of golf this year. Uh, It started with uh, the Black Bears run through the playoffs. Right. Really. And then uh, it's just been kind of playing golf since then. But yeah, it was pretty neat. Um, Under Armour. Towson is an Under Armour school. Of course they are. So I got got an Under Armour little like cinch bag. I got um, an Under Armour long sleeve Towson top and uh and a under armor golf jacket um, with towson's logo on it as well pretty dope out of the uh out of the mix so that worked out pretty well um death broke a pair of golf shoes which is the second pair of golf shoes he's broken this year while playing golf with me the first time he lost his soul uh this time he just lost a heel (laughs) he is death and he made a heel turn interesting yeah uh but in uh, in in pure uh, fashion of working at a college, um, when we came around the turn, the women's golf coach was there. She was holding a putting contest, and uh, she's like, "Matt, you work here, so I'm gonna let you putt twice." And he's like, "Okay." And uh, he hit the first one like almost off the green. Right, she's I- like, "What was that?" And he and I go, "Well, he's kind of lopsided. He's missing a heel." She's <laughs> like, "What?" And he like showed her the shoes and she goes, we should get you a new pair of shoes. <laughs> so, uh, so Matt death might have a new pair of under armor, uh, under armor shoes coming his way. Hopefully nice. Who knows? it's a good thing being sponsored, you know, for the school. All right. But yeah, the golf course was really nice. We had fun, hit the ball. Well, uh, we just didn't convert some putts, you know, plus we weren't that good. The team that was, the team that was winning the whole thing, uh, they had like two Hall of Famers from the golf team on it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they were minus 12 through 10 holes. That's bullshit. That's kind of bullshit. Um, yeah. See. Next year, we're going to try and get the women's golf coach to play on her team. Well, as you should. That'd be great. <laughs> Why wouldn't you at that point? Yeah, right. So I'm looking things up. All right. Close, close, close. The Maryland's Under Armour School. Towson's yeah. Under Armour School. I think UMBC is too. UMBC, Navy, Johns Hopkins. 
Um, pretty sure Salisbury is. Pretty sure if you're in Maryland, you have to be is a Western Maryland or McDaniel. They okay. might be too, actually. Uh, uh, Frostburg. College. I don't know if Frostburg is. <clears throat> um, do they have sports? Can I get to athletic profile? No, I remember the uh, Ravens used to. The Ravens used to hold training camp at at uh, McDaniel. Oh yeah. Uh, before they got their like Owings Mills complex built. Sure. Uh, McDaniel College Athletics landing page. Hashtag get on the hill. All right. Um, they're also taking on Notre Dame. Um, Notre Dame of Maryland. I didn't know Notre Dame of Maryland was a thing. Uh, I thought I think Notre Dame of Maryland is an all women's school. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, so that's why they're playing field hockey, I suppose. I, I refereed soccer games there. Yeah, how'd that go? Great. Oh, uh, I also had to this week uh, turn back the clock on my uh, on my having gotten an email to referee Division One college soccer in a while. Uh, that went back to zero because uh, uh, I got an email that asked me if I wanted to referee games this spring or this fall. I was like, <laughs> huh, interesting. That is hell. Of a, that's a hell of a thing. Uh, it looks like McDaniel is not oh, under our school. Damn private schools. I know. Uh, nor is Stevenson. Is not oh. a, not a Under Armour school. Uh, I don't know what Frost. I think Frostburg is an Under Armour school. Maybe you just have to be uh in the the whole network. Yeah. That or you have to get you give them a better deal for Christ's sake. Uh, the Bobcats of Frostburg University. Odd blacker. Odd blacker. Odd blocker. Mm. Odd blocker. <clears throat> odd blocker. Uh, Nope, they are not an Under Armour school either. Can't you just have to be like in Central Maryland, maybe like in, near near the Chesapeake Bay? I don't know. Well, they're football and lacrosse, but their cross country is not as a champion, not Under Armour. Oh. That's weird. Kind of bizarre. Okay. Because yeah, the football team is Under Armour, the lacrosse team is Under Armour for uh, for Frostburg, but uh, yeah, not everybody. Is un- up oh, soccer Under Armour? I think everything's Under Armour except for uh, track and field because fuck them. Well, I mean, what does Under Armour do for track and field? I guess they do the well. So here's a here's an interestingly funny story is that I was watching wrestling. I don't remember if I brought it. I might have brought it up on Saturday's show. Maybe. But I was watching Gable Stevenson's wrestling match. Uh, so it's like the only thing in the entireness of the Olympics that I like actually yelled at the TV and was like happy when like something occurred because that dude won a wrestling match, freestyle wrestling match at uh, with point four seconds left in the match to yep. uh, win gold. And then a 275 pound man did a backflip on a wrestling match. Happened, man. <laughs> which is insane to me uh, but while i was watching the wrestling session uh the, there was an italian uh woman that came out and was part of like the women's wrestling oh, no. and, and they had uh the italian women the italian singlets were made by kappa of i was course. like wow <laughs> Why not? check that out kappa's just like yeah we'll, we'll just make anything yeah exactly we'll just slap our logo on anything let's go yeah, yeah. They're like, our jerseys are already mostly spandex anyway. It's true. Very true on that. All right. 
Oh, we got th- I didn't do anything this week. I, other than the show, that was it. Like, literally, I've been... Dude, fucking meetings on meetings on meetings. I fucking hate this position of meetings and meetings and meetings. And meetings. I had a four-hour meeting today and did nothing. Four-hour meetings should not exist unless you're designing a new computer program. Got a four... Uh, well... Is it, if that's what you were doing, then yeah, I can see why that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I had no... Like, I had maybe 15 minutes of talk time in that in that time of input. Um, so I got another two-hour meeting about... Two-and-a-half-hour meeting about it tomorrow, and then a four-hour meeting on Friday. Perfect. And by that time, I'm going to be uh, will ready to quit. <laughs> and, uh, calling calling uh, Murray, Murray Gunty, and saying, hey, listen, what kind of money can you give me? Oh, that reminds me. I have to email back Robin. Okay. I'll do that tomorrow. I don't want to feel like too eager. And I also don't want to be like, thank you for doing a lot of stuff for me, but I can't go. I got a deck that's coming on board. <laughs> yeah, I don't even, I will never have to stay in my deck. There you again. go. Because it'll be artificial. That'll I'm be an artificial deck. That'll be the that'll be the conclusion of the song. <laughs> your first album. Well, we may remix it. All right. Um, no injuries to report, so let's get it going to our Patreon pick. Patreon, we got a Patreon. Patreon.com slash faceoff hockey show. That is where the things happen. That is where we put all the stuffs. Um, we put the video show up there. So if you uh, if you give a dollar, you see a video show every week. You get five dollars. You get the video show. You get to pick a segment, and every now and again, we'll drop you a special show. Yeah. How about that? Uh, so we got all that going for us. Uh, Patreon.com/slash/FaceOffHockeyShow. Be like Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Damon, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, Sean, and Mitch. They contribute. So can you? Patreon.com/slash/FaceOffHockeyShow. All the money goes back into the show, one way or another. Um. All right. So. Last week, and I, I don't th- actually, I think it was um, Thursday, maybe. Okay. Thursday or Friday, um, when this came out, and we didn't talk about it Saturday because we kind of just talked about ourselves and our history because that's what we should have done. Yeah, true. But the AHL came out with something. It could possibly be the worst playoff format ever. And Perfect. I am I am not being facetious about that. Um, if you if you want me to show you, if you're on the video side, there's your Scotty screen share. It is the Oof. the Calder Cup playoffs. What in the Boy, flying I... fuck? So that looks like uh, that looks like a family tree in like West Virginia, right? So this is what is going on in the Pacific. Everyone gets in, I think, is what it is. If if I'm not mistaken, I think that's every Pacific Division team gets in the playoffs. So not every team is getting in the playoffs, though, right? Correct. Just in the Pacifics because they only play like 35 games. I'm sorry. The Pacific Division has nine teams. Oh, okay. So two teams will not make the playoffs. Do all the others have seven? So that like two teams in each don't make the playoffs. Um, the Atlantic has eight, the North Division has seven, and the Central Division has seven. So that's why the uh, the five and five. So two that teams. That makes sense. It looks like two teams out of each other division will not make it. Hmm. Nope, sorry. Yeah, two teams. I didn't notice division. that there was a six in the Atlantic. So yes, yeah. you're right. Two teams in every division don't make it to the playoffs. So there we go. My God. So 23 teams in, and then you see the first round. What kind of cluster F is this, man? I appreciate a best of three, though. My God. 
Like they, there is, if you could never, like they're all game sevens. Yeah. Like, cause if you cannot put a much more emphasis on a game number one, than say, Hey, this is a best of three series. Yeah. Holy shit. They honestly should do the best of three in the, in the first round in division semifinal. <laughs> wow. They go five. That's amazing. Like the, the, the audacity. I do appreciate this, even though it's a, even though this looks like some child made a uh, bracket sheet up. Um, I appreciate the first round being best of three, and the next two rounds being best of five. Yeah, I like the best of five. I, I like I like a short I like a short playoff series. Honestly, let's be honest here. Yeah. So, twenty three of the uh, of the thirty one teams will uh, make it. Um, it'll allow 150 additional players to play more meaningful games in pursuit of a championship, according to AHL president Scott Halson. I appreciate uh, that. All but two teams will qualify for the postseason play in 2022, creating a playoffs field of six in the Atlantic, five in the North and Central, and seven in the Pacific. They will be ranked by points percentage in the regular season standing. So that is crucial. Okay. Points percentage. Yeah, that's uh, effectively like the... Uh... Like the Quebec Pee Wee Major Junior or the Quebec, Quebec Pee Wee uh, Hockey Tournament of the AHL. Yeah. Um, and the uh, 2022 Cowder Cup playoffs are expected to finish by June 23rd. Nice. So that is that. Oh. So that's amazing because they've added more teams and an entirely extra round and is going to end at probably the same time, if not sooner. Yeah, there there are bouts. It kind of it kind of ends some most of the time. It does end like a day after the uh, Stanley Cup final. So um, I could see the NHL adopting a situation like this, like pretty quickly. Oh, I definitely can too. And I bet you that's what this is. Is this? Yeah. Because let's be honest, the uh, AHL is often the guinea pig for the NHL going forward. Well, I did think that I did think that the NHL was kind of backwards in the fact that they had the best of fives and then the best of three when you got to the uh, the last four teams. But I feel like they also only had the rank for a, uh, a shortened amount of time. And they're like, this is all we can play here. Uh, so uh, it made hey, sense to so me. What are we talking about? Uh, I, I was oh. talking about how the NEHL was like all bests of five and then they got out to Blade and it was like best of three series. Yeah, they only have a weekend to do it. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, man, I can definitely see the NHL going to this. I could see this too. There's a, well, the NHL's 32 teams now, right? So like, correct. Yeah. But the NHL loves cool. the wild, the NHL loves the wild card though. They don't, they like the top three in division and then everyone, all, all hands on deck. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like. Yeah, I, I I think that uh, maybe it does not make as much sense with three divisions in each conference. I don't know. I don't know how this would work out, but I feel like this best of three is a uh, is like a trial run for a like play in series for the NHL. Yeah, you know, kind of how we were talking about like should have occurred last year. Hmm. Uh. Where they just kind of let in like ten teams from each division and let eight play ten and or seven play ten and eight and nine battle it out for like some spots in the playoffs. 
Right. Um, That'd be the most ideal, in all honesty. Wow. Yeah, this is aggressive, and I like it. I just like the Pacific just being just a huge. The first one gets through, and then everything else is just gung ho. Yeah. And how much? I guess I guess you can't really put much emphasis on winning or like being top two in your division at this point because like what are you really getting out of that like three days of rest maybe five if it goes like three so and let's and let's be honest the playoffs is one of those things where your momentum if you get if you have time off often gets killed right agreed so that is an aggressive situation we got going on here with the AH. Not that we're going to be able to see any of this on TV. No. Unless no, no. you have hockey TV or something like that. Uh, AHL.TV. Oh, sorry. You have to buy your own. You have to buy buy the other .TV. .TV. It's, power, it's powered by uh, hockey TV. Oh, interesting. Uh, right. And I, 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 figured that, I figured that was hilarious. Yeah. Uh. So, so you can buy the hockey TV package, but the AHL.TV package is extra. Yeah, pretty much. You get select games on hockey TV that are free. Like, it's the free game of the week, as they always do. But everything else, you got to pay, like, I think it's 89 bucks for the year. I do wish that the AHL was more prevalent on TV so that you could be able to, like, watch these games. Because these are, like, this hockey, the hockey really isn't that far of a drop off of the NHL. And these are guys that are, like, you would see coming up to your team. At some point, like it would be cool to watch these games as well. Yeah, and I, you know, I would think that. I mean, I know in Canada they they do a lot of the Canadian teams broadcasting, like the Marlies and the and the and the Marlies. They'll probably do average for Canucks games, but yeah, by and large, you would think that now. Well, who knows? Maybe with the uh, ESPN deal, ESPN Plus, put it on there. Possibly. Possibly. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah. But yeah, man, next year is going to be hilarious when I don't, I'm sure they're going to reshape the division. But when uh, Palm Springs comes in and there's 10 teams in the fucking Pacific division, oh. that is aggressive. Somebody needs to go east. I don't know who you do because you got you got uh, a California, a Nevada, California, Colorado, British Columbia, Arizona, California, California, California. There's not really many teams that can go east because the Arizona in the central division. In the Central Division, the closest team would be Tejas to Colorado. That's not too bad. It's not too far, but it's not ideal because then they have to go over to... Um, I mean, Nevada's farther west. Nevada's in the western time zone, right? Like, Yeah, Pacific, yeah. yeah. Pacific, Colorado's, right? I think the, I think Colorado, I think, is the only... It would be the odd team out. But then still, you have nine goddamn teams in that division. Yeah, but you only have nine already right now. Right. Um Wow. Yeah. I feel like one of them just has to go. And maybe you make them play a three game series. Maybe you just do. Maybe you just combine. You you take six teams from the Central Division, put Grand Rapids back in the in the fucking Atlantic Division or East Division. And then you have just one to 16 all the way down. Maybe that's the play. You just do 16 team division uh, conferences and there's no divisions. Could be. Oh god, that Bridgeport Islanders logo is freaking terrible. Yeah, I hate it. Ugh. I agree with you completely. I hate that logo. Uh, looks too much like the Whalers. I would, uh, I would actually be interested to see if the NHL would go that route as well, of uh, not really having the division leaders type thing get in, but like just sixteen 
like eight teams from each side get into the Stanley Cup finals. Right. Or the playoffs. Let's be honest. They're going to, if, if anything else, they're going to extend the, uh, extend the uh, playoffs. Right. That's As true. Mark, Mark shows up in your basement. Mark's in my basement as well. Here I, here I am. <clears throat> can you hear me? We can hear yeah. you. Holds, right. I love that head so, the head, uh, headset. Yeah, it was, it was a little bit crazy, crazy day today. I'm, I'm coming in hot, but I'm ready. All right, we're talking about the Mike AH. is also sponsored by Under Armour, it looks like. Yeah, exactly, just like the, everybody else at the Towson. Oh, I thought that said livery, livery. Oh, ooh. Ooh, is that Little Caesars? Oh, you guys turn it. Uh, there it is. Uh, oh, no, that yeah, is it's all gone. gone. Now you're gone. Completely gone. Oh, there it is. There it is. That's a, That's a good pizza. trick, though. I didn't realize if you put a box in front of you that no one could see you. It was just pure background, because that would be know. awesome. I would do that on Zoom calls at work if I do that. You guys missed it. I told you I was hot and ready, and I, you, neither neither one of you picked up on that. Uh, is oh. it a, is it a standalone pizza or a standalone uh, Little Caesars, or is it like a strip mall? It was a uh, it was in like a little strip mall. Yeah. Strip mall. yeah. See like the, most... the the Little Caesars here is in a food plaza where you got Little Caesars, and then you got like Subway, and I think a coffee shop. Yeah. Yeah, there there are no standalone Little Caesars from from what I know anymore. Then no, again, what, last what one. What do I know? Where was the one that I found one? Uh, do you remember, Scotty? I was refereeing soccer, and there was a standalone uh, Little Caesars. I think it was down like, I think it was near. Um, uh, it was in Virginia. Oh. But I don't think that it was in Norfolk. I think it was uh, over by um, uh, Old Dominion. Roanoke. Oh. Interesting. I think I remember there being a standalone Little Caesars there. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, I thought we. I was going to text him and see if he fell asleep. <laughs> now, well, now, Sean, which Patanzo is it? <laughs> There's way too many Patanzos on my screen right now. <laughs> Mark's in my basement as well. Why is it all dark? Don't be racist. The screen's all dark. It's all black. What do you mean? All black. You're racist, buddy. You guys, I just saw you guys and I went black. Oh, he's doing his screen share. I'm showing showing off the AHL playoff grid. Oh, cool. The the the, the CF that is the playoff grid, where every every team in each division except for two get in, and then the Pacific we realize have nine teams in that division. Are they doing that thing where like one division plays X amount of games and the rest of the divisions play more? Yeah, everything's point percentage this year again. That's and then they're going to fix it by next year when the 10th team comes into the AHL for the Pacific Division. Excellent. So, um, <clears throat> obviously, Sean Leahy has plenty of apologizing to do. Um, <laughs> can, I, can I explain? Okay, go ahead. Okay. I, I, can I, may, may, I, may I do a precursor to this? Yeah, please. Um, we started at 7 o'clock, man. <laughs> Today? No, for oh. the anniversary show. Well, Every day. I'll, I'll get to that. Can continue. That's it. That was my precursor. It's just oh. we started at seven, bro. Okay. So as I sort of told Johnny the next morning when I woke up. Um, uh-huh. True. Because he sent him a text message and I said, "Was I supposed to remind you to be on the show tonight?" It's not Tuesday. What are you talking about? Um, so I, there's big eight U baseball semifinals on Saturday morning at like eleven o'clock. We won. Okay. Congrats. Um, you beat after- the eight year olds or? Yeah, I, I had so many fucking dingers. You have no idea. <laughs> first, 
Mercy like Mark playing it literally Mercy in the first inning. Um, but so afterwards, um, one of the dads, because it was the next to last game of our season, he invited the whole team over to his house. They have a pool, a pool party mm-hmm. for the kids. It was a great, a nice, nice hot day here. So we go over there about three o'clock or so. And then you're all just chilling out, having a couple of drinks. And then the dad's like, hey, I want to show you guys my 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 man cave. Hello. So, so all the dads, well, <laughs> the dads go downstairs, right? And we're looking Jeez, at the man cave. Oh. <laughs> um, so we're looking at all this stuff and whatever. It's a, it's a cool little area downstairs. And like we turn around and like he's behind his bar, and there's just shots lined up across the bar. There's like there was twelve shots and there were six dads. Uh-huh. So I did the math. That was quick. <laughs> you know, two each. Mm-hmm. Shot, shot, so shot, 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 shot. Did you know? I I did my patriotic duty, um, and took down the shots. What and, was it a shot of? <laughs> I want to say Jameson. I don't remember. Oh, <laughs> but oh. I did them both. Oh, <laughs> aggressive. And then uh, like so it. yeah. So obviously the the afternoon wore on and uh, got back home six o'clock ish. And yeah, I proceeded to die. Fell asleep not long after and didn't wake up until about seven thirty next morning. So, but you can't drink like you used to. I did listen to the entire show yesterday, and it was a a wonderful walk down memory lane. I I can't believe it's been twenty years. Right. Congratulations. Like he did ask me. uh, It did ask me what we went through a little bit, and I said, "Well, Lyle went through the fact that we broke the shot. The." the Joe Thornton trade, except Sean didn't upload the the uh, audio until six months later. Right. <laughs> and I did a little creative editing where after Lyle said that, I put in the clip of the actual happening. Ooh. Audio feed. And then it Select. was like, so, you know, I figured, hey, I had the time because this fucking upload is going to take a while. Um, it's a long show. It was three and a half hours, man. It was worth it, though. It was totally worth it. Been more worth it if you were there, but hey, you're real. Well, listen, it, it's your guys' show, so I, you know, looking back on it now, it's really just be you guys reminiscing, right? Well, you can, some special you, guests. You've been here for a while, ever since uh, you know Teddy Roosevelt gear. So I mean, it's true. I still have the email from the first year. It's like three, yeah, like with your picture, the picture yeah. of you with the Teddy Roosevelt gear. That was like three jobs ago. Holy cow! <laughs> <laughs> I still have the Rough Riders cowbell. There it is. I don't have any rough fire stuff left over. I don't. I had a bobblehead. A I have a Chris Armis bobblehead. bobblehead, and I have a Rough Riders futsal ball as well. Yeah, I I had all that stuff too, and I must have lost it in one of my moves since then. Uh, oh, I haven't moved. <laughs> <laughs> don't know. Where, I don't know where the like teddy. I don't know where the teddy head is, so I didn't steal that on my way out. I got some. I got some. I got some great. Uh, Great emails. I'm looking on the back here. C- complete EA Sports A uh, NHL 08 ratings on popjocks.com. Wow. How? Hey, have you guys noticed that Versus has moved from channel 608 on DirecTV to 603? Breaking news. Now all those who've been searching <laughs> for NHL hockey the last two years will keep surfing. Sean, popjocks.com. What the fuck? Wow. The NHL and Ticketmaster selling out to brokers. Popjocks.com. Wow, how did I and, and look where I ended up? Holy cow. I know, I don't I don't I get it either. All that important stuff back then. Yeah, but you made it interesting. You did. We enjoyed yes. it. You missed Jimmy Chunky Butter coming back? Like 
That I could, heard him. Yeah, gonna, did you? Uh, how did you pop when that when that occurred? Like I popped like when Jericho first showed up on Raw back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> what um do you do you have anything like my first appearance? Like what year that was? Because I don't remember. Oh boy, <laughs> it was during Popchocks dot uh, com era. I think it was. Yeah, so that would have probably been around. No. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'll take that going back. It was there? going the it was the going five hole website. So that, that would have been like after oh eight or oh nine. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm looking at an email right now. Johnny suggests uh, you should have a commercial on the show. Um, and then you said you'll only do it if I record it in this fabulous home star runner voice. <laughs> so <laughs> I did save. I, I saved. So I put every email that we got from the first year of doing our show into a Word document. That's like. 20 pages long, I believe. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I like copied and pasted them all in. It was nostalgia. It was I, I, the first we should have time... read some of those off at the uh, on the 25th. That'll be the 25th anniversary show. We'll read some of those original emails. So I swear this is not part of the bit, but when we had the Puck Daddy party at Bailey's in Arlington, which one of you showed up? <laughs> Mark or John? <laughs> that was me. In I Arlington? Showed up, I showed up with my yeah. girlfriend at the time. Uh, that's so funny and if you remember sean no i don't i uh <laughs> no that's why I, I, I left her at the table to come talk to you oh yes i do remember that yes yeah yes and yes. she she stormed over and told me she was leaving and then left uh, and because she was good. mad that i was flirting with you or something i don't know that's about right that sounds <laughs> well, good look, you do have two gingers now so put two and two together that's, that's <laughs> true. True. <laughs> <laughs> a real twins situation we had going on there and then i met so that was like puck daddy started in 2006 seven no 2000 and it was dominic hash's last year with the red wings because that was my first ever story i wrote oh eight oh eight we definitely yeah. had you on while you before puck daddy yeah 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 that was 08. But then, like, the following year is when I met Johnny at the Frozen Four, because that was in D.C. Yes. And then two years later was the draft in Minnesota where I met Scotty and Jen for the first time. And yeah. in between that was when, actually, before you met me was when you met Mark at the Islanders game. No, I met but, Johnny. But you were texting me. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. That was I a did, different I, girlfriend. I didn't, meet, <laughs> I didn't. We didn't meet at the game, though. Did we, did we, we didn't you and, yeah, you and I met like in the upper concourse at one point at the game. It was, a, no, it was a Penguins-Islanders game, and it was right before – I feel like it was right before the Caps HBO series came out or during like during that time frame when the Caps HBO series was out. And I remember it was a Penguins game because, yeah. you know, you were there. Like that's how I remember it was. Well, I mean, he lives right next to the the Coliseum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I associate him with the Penguins. But that's why I remember that that's was true. the game that we went to. That is true. Yeah. Th by the way, there 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 is no upper concourse. There's one concourse because it's a fifty year old building. Well, it's <laughs> but it's like but the but the it was upper, the topmost concourse. Yeah, when you walked upper, into the arena. When, when I said the up when I say the upper concourse, I realize it's the only concourse. Yes. But if I remember Nassau Coliseum, you kind of walk in at walk ground level. Right and yeah. then you go down into the depths of hell, or up to get to your seat, yeah. right? But now they have to re they refurbished it. There's like a walking track around the between the, the bowls, so which is pretty cool. So you could still see the game as you're 
going or go coming from your seat. So, as you're getting your miles in, <laughs> well, look, this, dude, I do this notice some senior citizens Rocky bit, like real quickly, going around the outside of the track, getting their miles in. You know, they gotta get their yeah. steps in because once the malls close, they gotta go somewhere. <laughs> true. <laughs> Very true. So now the uh, UBS center is a thing. Have you have were you able to be on the tours there and have a nice little hard helmet picture? No, I, I I'm I want to wait until probably like a month or so, a little you know later into the construction once things are looking more ready to go because the, the you know this, their first thirteen games are on the road, so they're not going to begin until November. Mm-hmm. Um, they're finishing things oh, like, up in there. Like Wyclef. Yeah, so the, the Rangers did the same thing a bunch of years ago when they refurbished MSG. They started, I think, the first two or three weeks of that season. They were on the road too. So, though that means it's it's I mean it's beneficial for the Islanders, right? It's Thirteen games on the road, so they get a little pre- early season bonding. But then they're going to end up with more home games toward the end of the season, which which will work out depending on how this season goes with that maybe or maybe not Olympic break going on in February. Yeah, what, what I love we, how that's still up in the air. I know, I love it so much. Well, I I, I saw something. I don't know who the hell wrote Wish. it. Uh, what, uh, probably yeah. about the uh, the temperature tracking. They're gonna have things in their armpits all the time. Oh, that wasn't he. He had something else about the schedule. I know. Um, yeah. So apparently, I don't know where I read it, but they're just like, yeah. Guess what? The 2022 Olympics, or yeah, they they might have just uh, guys in in boxes giving interviews and the plexiglass. Oh, I saw that. And 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 arm uh, temperature checkers underneath their armpits, and an alert will go off if they start running a fever. Wait for the players or for the analysts? For, for, the, all, athletes, for the athletes. It was, I think it was in the New York Times. Like this can be a yeah. a pretty much more intense bubble situation than Tokyo just was. <clears throat> so haven't they started putting the the sports bras on everyone? Didn't they do that like two years ago for tracking purposes? No, it's in the jersey for yeah, hockey. It's like the shoulder pads usually. They don't have the the uh, the soccer, soccer still has the sports bras, but can't you just make them wear the sports bras? Really, yeah. when it comes down to it, they're already wearing wearing shoulder pads. Just put them in the shoulder pads. Maybe it doesn't pick up the data as as yeah. good as having something yeah, under your armpit. And that and that yeah, sure and that's that, not annoying. That stink would short it out really quick. <laughs> True. Yeah. Well, what if you had the like. What if you had to wear the the sports bra for the tracking, but then they put like little something something that was underneath your armpit as well for oh, temperature? Yeah, sure thing. Yeah. Or can't they just give all these these super elite athletes the fucking like aura rings that keeps track of everything that you have, like yeah. at all times? Like that keeps track of your temperature like literally every single t- every t- uh, hour of the day. I mean, if this isn't an argument for microchipping professional athletes, I don't know what is. Just put something in their arm and that way, gather and that all way, the data. Sure thing, Bill Gates. <laughs> that way, also, when they're lost, we can find them. <laughs> yes. True. You don't got to put up posters around the Olympic Village anymore. Just, you know. Exactly. <laughs> but you have to make sure that you have those no sex beds, though. Those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. those no sex beds. But what okay. happens when Miku Kipru, or uh, Miku Kiprasov, Miku Koivu shows up? Up, oh, this one's this one's wild. We gotta let him go. <laughs> if I wouldn't have butchered the first part of that, uh, if you would have used a more recent player, like, and we could have transitioned to uh, Kirill uh, uh, Kaprizov and his uh, contract negotiations going on with uh, Siska Moscow and uh, good old the Minnesota Wild. You know what that reminded me of? 
uh, made me laugh. It's a different situation because it's a North American player. But remember when Tory Krug was going through his RFA negotiation with the Bruins, and all of a sudden there was this offer from the KHL, like his, his agent was like, "Oh yeah, Tory's gonna leave Boston and go to freaking Siberia to go go get a little bit more money." And, and like the Bruins, like, "There's no offer. Get out. Come back. Come on. Yeah, go ahead. Go go ahead. Go. go ahead to Metallurg, you fuck." But here, but here, I mean, it, this could obviously just be leveraged by, which it probably is. Capri's off in his. his oh, agent. this is this is the hand on the rope. But, the referee not looking leverage. But at least there's an out. There's you could somewhat maybe believe it because he he played for them before he came to Wild for three years. It's rushes. He's going back home. It's only for one year, so he's going for one year. He get he would get his money. Wild would still retain his rights and then can spend the next year trying to hammer out something. Basically, you know, he wants that short-term be able to walk himself to free agency since he's 24, and the Wild want to lock him down for you know seven, eight-year max deal at a lower cap it. But as we see, though, the I think the KHL starts September 1st, so deadlines are everything. And I imagine the fact that this is getting out this week will probably speed things up as far as getting a deal done with the Wild in the next you know week or two. Three weeks until the KHL season starts, so all eyes on that. Um, we have a game on here called Opt In, Opt Out. We do. Um, and we'll add Leahy to this. I really hope that this game doesn't become a reality again, like art imitating life, and then life then re-imitating art, because this this whole COVID bullshit is pissing me off again. Because <laughs> I'm I'm down here in Norfolk for work, uh-huh. and I have to wear a mask. You were in my everywhere I go. <laughs> oh yeah, and well, I came back just for the show, John. Right. Hey, you, right. You, guys are a, you guys are having a land party, right? <laughs> oh yeah, we're Gold playing. We're gonna we're gonna start with Wolfenstein, and then we're gonna like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, move on to some classic Doom after that. Golden Eye too. Yeah. Ooh. We, we I have uh, I have Mario Kart that I can play on my yes. original Xbox. There, it is. there you go. What? Yep. Turned my original Xbox into a computer. Oh, okay. <laughs> it has emulators on it, and it uses the controllers and everything. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, we just got word from our work that you have to be fully vaccinated by uh, the 15th of uh, November. I know. That's what they said for us, too, that yeah. we have to be fully vaccinated. And then HR sent out a bunch of emails that said, we don't have records that you were vaccinated. And, like, 80% of the people were like, we literally got vaccinated at the hospital. <laughs> You know, it's funny. Jen has that problem, too. She got vaccinated at the hospital and they don't have her own record. It's like they, she was in meeting room A, motherfuckers. Like, Jesus. Mine's good. I got mine all set good because I was They're like, hey, guess what, fatty? You can get it because you're obese. I'm like, fuck, yeah, let's go, baby. Put a five <laughs> in my arm. Let's go. Was that was that on a, was that on official letterhead? <laughs> exactly. Actually, motherfucker. So here's here's the funny thing is that my manager came to me or was we we're in the lunch break room. She's like, hey. Just to let you know, the vaccine's going to be available for people who have, like, you know, asthma or kind of upper respiratory deals. And then I go back to my workstation, and she busts through the door like Kramer. She's like, hey, listen, <laughs> if you're obese, you can get it early, too. And I'm like, rude. And, I, <laughs> and my very my very fit coworker was over on the other side trying not to bust out laughing while she was still in the room. So I was just like, okay, cool. That's kind of racist, but, I, you know, fine. <laughs> just think about yeah, I'm just I'm husky. You should have you should have like stayed silent and turned and looked at the fit coworker and been like, "Are you gonna answer?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on, chunky. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's then I, not right. That's I'm like, an HR right, violation. I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to get my shot. I'm not I'm, I'm not going to like it too much, but just because you called me fat, I'm going to get it. <laughs> In your face. Take take that health. Suckers. Um, <laughs> now I got five bars wherever I go. Anyway. <laughs> Opt in, opt out. 2020 NHL uh, 2022 Olympics. John Leahy. See, I've been. This has been this a roller coaster. This is co- a good one. This has been a roller coaster topic for me as far as going in and out. Um, Hot. Last. Not a roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> Up and down or whatever. It's more of a piston. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Make like sure, spark, make spark sure you're out of the last trip, though. <laughs> <laughs> So when they did the CBA last summer and the NHL agreed to speak to the IOC and WHF to try and break your deal, I still wasn't optimistic then. I was pessimistic because you know all the NHL needed to do was go talk to the IOC, WHF, say, hey, this is what we want. If we don't get it, sorry. And then they could go back to the players and be like, you know, we tried, sorry. But the longer this has gone on, and now that we have a schedule with uh, an Olympic break and it's middle of August where eight years ago, the last time they went, we were already having like orientation camps around this time. I was, then I became a little more optimistic. The NHL is really trying to make this work. Now, obviously what factored into that was the IOC was a little bit busy trying to run the Tokyo games. Um, they had their hands full there, but now that they're over, you know, I think Bill Daly said the other day, there's going to be a decision no matter what, by the end of this month, um, what we haven't had, brought up really before, I guess, the Stanley Cup final during Bettman and Daly's press conference was the COVID consideration, right? I mean, things are looking good heading into the summer. Now they're going back to where they were six, eight months ago, right, before the vaccines. And obviously this Delta variant is really a concern. So if you're the NHL, you shut down your league, send your players over there, get nothing in return or minimal things in return. You're not getting image rights. So you, you're not going to see any highlights on angel.com or angel network. Um, you get a whole, hold, you know, put your, you know, cross your fingers that none of your guys get hurt. Like, you know, John Tavares did Dominic Hasek famously did or none of them come back with COVID. Right. And that's, you know, that's the one thing I'm interesting, interested in is if the players do go there, when they come back, is there a quarantine period for them? Mm. Right, because you figure this the, the league, you know, they're taking those couple weeks. They would take those couple weeks off, and they were gonna they're gonna go right back in the games because they want to obviously get the the regular season done and onto the playoffs. Or is is there a quarantine period for them, and how long is it? Um, but so right so, now I'm a little more I'm back to being pessimistic pessimistic that it's, it's gonna happen, um, because obviously the the league needs to know one way or another. I mean, if you read Wish the Story from yesterday. Teams need to start selling tickets, right? If you have tickets for a game in late March right now, or you're going to get tickets for a game in late March, or you're trying to sell season tickets, if the players don't go, then that whole second half of this schedule it gets adjusted and pushed back. And I'm sure there's a lot of teams who had special nights planned, maybe retirement nights or promo nights or whatever, that are on hold because they don't know where to put them on the schedule or if they're going to get moved or not. So I'm, I'm out as of right now. So right. uh, related to that, I'm not going to opt in, opt out. I just have a, a follow-up comment. So is it, would it be possible, since the NHL is a private, privately owned organization, would it be possible to say, sure, you can go play in the Olympics if you're vaccinated? I'm sure they could. 
Um, Isn't the NFL trying to make people be vaccinated right now? Hey, you're going to lose game checks if we have to cancel your game. Yeah, they're they're not mandating it to be vaccinated. They're just they're they're kind of dancing around that fact. Like, hey, there's an outbreak and your game's canceled. You're going to lose a paycheck. Both teams. So they're not outrightly saying it. But I don't think the NHL. I I think as wise as that might be, I I think the union would would fight that, and probably probably. Probably mainly because that was not part of their agreement with the CBA, right? right? Yeah. That, that they didn't discuss that. They they worked out a deal where the NHL would would would. I don't know what the specifics were because obviously, like I said, they're not going to get image rights. But can they get something out of it as far as covering you know insurance costs, travel costs for players and families, and and, and all that stuff that goes into it? So I don't know exactly what they they agreed to, but. That I don't think would be part of the deal. Yeah. I, think the I mean, at that point, you don't have to. If they bring it back, well, then then again, uh, whatever. You know, this is you a know. medical podcast. I don't, I don't fucking know if they bring it back. It's not going to work in hospitals. We can help you out. Yeah, that's true. You do. You're practically doctors by now with the combined experience. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I worked. I've worked from home for the last two years, but that's. I work. Uh, I work with surgery. Some doctors work from home too. That's true. Doctor. All right. Uh, Doctor Nick. Uh, Mark, in or out? So I, I'm, I'm not going to bury the lead. I'm out, and I'm out because the last three seasons have been interrupted in one way or another, either by COVID or by delaying the season because the previous season lasted too long. Right? I can't see them actually sticking to an Olympic break. But I agree with Sean. They're going to have to decide on this soon so they can start planning. They can't just take two weeks off. Or three weeks off, or whatever it's going to be. So it needs to be soon that they start re. I I, I would imagine if I was the NHL that they have a schedule buried yeah, they, they in, in a folder somewhere that's like teams, just kidding. Here's teams the already have teams already bitches. teams already have that alternate schedule. Should that be the case? Yeah. So, so that's known. Yeah, it is known. It is known. Shawnee in or out. I'm gonna I'm gonna opt in because the Olympics will be in 2023. Ooh, and, and I will also say that I don't have a problem if the NHL doesn't send their players to the Olympics. I'm wait, if that was the whole in and out. <laughs> that is no, I, I I opted in. You took the back door. But I also I also <laughs> moved the Olympics another year. Yeah, but and, then you said you didn't care if they sent the players, which was the whole point. <laughs> yeah, but I don't care if they if they don't send the players. I enjoyed Germany making a run in the fucking Olympics and, you know, like showing so, off some of these players that we've never seen before. What I enjoyed Johnny that. What saying is if he loses, he's fine with it, too. Yeah. yeah. So he's opting in, but he's not sticking to his guns. Op- it's a soft in. Yeah, it's always yeah, when you had a yeah. couple of drinks beforehand, like in a right. it's, cave. Yeah, it's a it's, it's, a it's a after after the two shots of whatever the fuck light he took that put him to sleep on it's Saturday. A, it's a Twinkie and a coin slot kind of situation. What's gonna have to happen to help you get fluffed up for the Olympics this year? <laughs> I, I I mean if well, <laughs> I I actually don't think the Olympics are gonna be played in February. If all shit's going down right now, I feel like they're gonna like cancel the Olympics at some point in the next two ish months. And not, think, not not for nothing, they're going to where it kind of originated to. That's yeah, but I, like, I think when they canceled them a postponed them a year ago, we didn't know anything about anything, right? But now we know so much more there's vaccines available, so that's why I don't think they would push off a year unless the whole country turns into just 
one pulsing red spot, you know, hot spot. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So, Jesus. Well, that's why I'm going out on a limb then. Mark's calling go. me out for being wishy-washy, but I'm going out on a limb. Yeah, I said right. the Olympics <clears throat> are being pushed off. Come, where can so, you bet that? Is that a prop bet you could you could put somewhere? I'm sure. I guarantee sure it is. I guarantee it is. It's an NHL so, approved bookie though. Can I can I just say how much it bothers me? William that Hill. I get that the Olympics were supposed to be in 2020. I get that the European Championship in soccer was supposed they to be. They already had the signs made, Mark. That's why. Yeah, you can't. They, they already had the up. signs made. Yeah, all the, the balls were printed already. already. All the balls were printed. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. You know, God forbid. You Mark, can't just write, like, you know, Mark, one on a, on a paper sign and put it put it over the wall. I would have I would have appreciated though if they paid an intern to pick up everything that said Tokyo 2020 and he had to sharpie a 20 <laughs> or she. Yeah. A twenty oh one over top oh, of those. Everybody right. knows that all those signs and T-shirts would wind up in Africa, just like the Buffalo oh, Bills oh, championships crazy. hats did, and shirts. Uh, I there also are, will there say- are countries around the world who think the Bills are the greatest football team ever. <laughs> They're not wrong. If you ask anybody from Buffalo, yeah. Uh, also, like wrong you answer. You're going through a table. Yeah. Uh, right, <laughs> answer, right answer. You're going through a table. Everyone's going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, this Mark, turned into a WWE matching quickly. I know, right? Have you, have you seen the supply chain problems, Mark? Like, honestly. Like, like have. I'm dealing with them currently. Take a PS5 anywhere. Come on. No, exactly. <laughs> it's crazy. And it's all about the chips. Hmm? Can't make the chips. Eric Estrada? <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, Marky Post, by the way. Oh, Rest man. And, and, and the, the other guy died a couple weeks ago from Nike. Charles Court. Robinson, yeah. yeah. Marky, oh, yeah. Somebody check on Bull. Yeah. And John Uh Some other new. Uh, by the way, I'll, I will opt. Uh, I will opt out because Gary Bettman will do anything to keep the NHL nuts in the Olympics because he's not getting that sweet, sweet. Well, we talked about this last week during our Patreon pick. Patreon.com slash face hockey show. Um, like the NH. Johnny made a good point. The NHL seems to be the only sports uh, sports entity that cares about highlights and media rights. In the Olympics, well, it's well, the, it, it's a sell, right? You can't even buy a, an Olympic jersey in, in the NHL store. True, right? Yeah, it's it's to promote your players. I have it, an Italian Olympic jersey though. Like well, imagine, imagine if they had rights to the Crosby goal in 2010, that would have been everywhere, all over the place. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, better. Just... they didn't have rights. <laughs> yeah, IOC is putting an NFT out on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Crosby crypto coin. Well, Major League Baseball didn't send their people, their players. That's because the they Olympics. have the. That's because it's also it, during it's, the season. Oh like, wait, aren't we just talking about that with oh, the NHL yeah. right now? But the Olympics for baseball is not the same as Olympics for hockey. Like the players well, care about the Olympics and hockey much more. For some reason. Uh, and, and let's okay. be honest here: the uh, baseball is going away in the Olympics, and breakdancing's in. So let's not. Let's. They knew. <laughs> they, if we're going to be know, real honest, baseball is probably a dead sport at some point in the next 50 to 20 years anyway. Yeah, I, well, I played a baseball game when I was a kid on, on Super Nintendo. Literally? Called, called, <laughs> I think it was Super Baseball 2020. And robots were already supposed to be playing by now. So. It's true. Well, we it's got them as umpires, so there's that. A <laughs> uh, couple news stories. Anders Nielsen retires due to post-concussion syndrome, 31 oh. years old. Uh uh, Michael Pekka named assistant coach in the in Rochester for the Americans in the AHL. Dan Bialsma named assistant coach in Charlotte for the Seattle Kraken. What a drop for him, huh? I know, right? Stanley Cup, 
Sabres, doesn't get the Florida job, NHL Network, assistant in Detroit, and now an AHL assistant for an expansion team. Like, who did he piss off? Right? It's that book he put out. I'm Dan Bialsman, you're not. Uh, (laughs) And, hey, look at this. John Cooper named to the Canadian Olympic uh, head coaching position. Uh Uh-oh. Isn't he still coaching the Lightning? Sure is, buddy. See, this is what I don't get. What's that, Mark? Mike Krzyzewski has the easiest job in the fucking world, or at least did when he was the Team USA basketball coach and the Duke coach at the same time. You don't need to coach the American All-Stars to a gold medal. You just let them play. Just go go out there, buddy. Go ahead. It's like a weatherman in San Diego. You do the same thing. What's it going to be? How how on earth are you supposed to get professional athletes that are playing with their professional teams in a a sport like hockey where – the systems aren't as simple as basketball. Mark, are you saying Mike Babcock is an overrated head coach? Why? Yes. Why are you? Be- because I mean, his is, but... his status is blowing up because he's won how many gold medals with Canada? When you could, like, especially in 2014, you could have put out an, an E team and he still won, would have won gold that year. Okay. <laughs> so you're yeah. proving my point then. <laughs> well, we should do like I said my last time I was in the show. You have you have a coach who's not employed by NHL teams. That's that way, he my, that's, can spend the season scouting the players, you know, doing yes. that, putting that stuff together. I I would love to see that. That is exactly no, exactly what I was going. Yeah, I was Bruce building Boudreau. toward that point. But thank you, thank you. I was building towards that. Well, no, because Shostakovich didn't coach during season. He coaches. Well, he has the summer gig. He got yeah, but Shostakovich didn't have to do anything. Same as Babcock. That's my point. My point is there needs to be somebody who's an Olympic coach that doesn't have any other responsibilities, at least in my opinion. That his only responsibility is putting together an Olympic team. But really, you know, though, pick the players, talk to the players. I mean, how hard is it to put together like a Team Canada? That's true. What are you yeah. making arguments about? The sixth and seventh defenseman, the <laughs> 11th, 12th forward, the third goalie? Like Exactly. Who's going to be the third goalie? That's all need, you, know, you don't really need to do scouting from a lot of these teams because you know who 98% of the guys are going to be anyway. They go Connor David. There you go. Lyle, who's your third goalie on Team Canada for 2022? <laughs> uh, you know, that's a good question because the goaltending isn't as deep as you guys seem to think it is for Canada. Pretty yeah. hopey. We got, just kidding. We got, we, we got guys who are in their our top guys are in their mid thirties, mm, and that's Carey Price, oh. Mark Andre Fleury. Oh boy! Whenever those, whenever up here, whenever they're talking about oh, who's going to be the goalie for Team Canada, it's always Carey Price, Mark Andre Fleury, and who's the third guy? Last summer it was going to be Carter Hart until we had that disastrous <clears throat> performance this season, and now it's going to need a big ass bounce back in order to get any kind of sniff of consideration to be the third goalie. So Lyle, opt in, opt out. Olympics twenty twenty two for the NHL. Opt in cautiously, yeah. but opted in. Lyle, Lyle and Johnny are in with Everyone... no caveats. So oh. I I said I opted in, but I was also assuming that they. Uh, Olympics got pushed back a year. <laughs> That's not my caveat, though. But uh, <laughs> I'll but tell I you, wait. though, the one thing, the one thing the NHLPA doesn't like is the sound of change. Yes, that too. But the one thing they don't like is is the Great sound point. of bubbles, not tiny bubbles, playoff bubbles. In fact, worse conditions than the playoff bubbles last year. 
That's what they're going to be facing to the point where every player will need to have a tiny little thermometer taped to an armpit. I mean, so that the uh, wait, Chinese can constantly it, yeah. monitor your body temperature. At that point, just give wait, them a you just said that they're going. It's like it's like they're going to a communist country or something. You think, isn't it? <laughs> like amazing. Who knew? But you just said that you just opted in that they're going. Wait, hold oh on. yeah. I'm opting in, but I'm just telling you they're okay. not there. I'm just telling you the NHLPA isn't pleased with some of the restrictions that the players are going to be facing if they go. That being said, I think they could suck it up for two weeks rather than two months. It's already a big enough obstacle just to get the NHL to work out this deal. So I don't know how nitpicky the PA can be if they really, really, really want to go. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's how badly do the players want to go and what are they willing to put up with in order to go? Um, you know, there's also, uh, you know, some of the concerns as well about, uh, oh, gee, you know, uh, we've got 106 Canadians right now, Canadian citizens in China who have been arrested and are detained under the flimsiest of excuses. So... You know, there's also kind of that concern simmering in the background for 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 some uh, some in the league. You know, what if somebody decides to make a little international incident and decide to grab one of our players and hang on to them sort of thing? Now, would they realistically saw, do uh, that? Yeah. I don't think so. But, you know, it's in the warfare. back of their minds. Biden will be watching. Do you, you guys know that China became communist in October of 1949? <laughs> I did not know this. I thought... We were on the up and up with them. I was going to say, you guys didn't, yeah, you guys didn't study that in history. And then I remember, ah, American history. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. care about bombing and beating the British. <laughs> I America. Fuck yeah. But in, in theory, communism works. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? No. My, my history classes was just that video of Hulk Hogan playing the guitar with the oh, American flag on. <laughs> and then, and then, and then body it's, slamming Andre the yeah, Giant. Yeah. That's it. Like I said, I, I, I just found it really funny when when I was living in Alaska for four years and my son had to go was going to school and he was taking he was taking <laughs> he was taking history for I believe it was history for the first time and the textbook was like the history of the United States and in small and the rest of the world. <laughs> it's yeah. a small letter. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Almost like an afterthought. Well, I mean, to be fair, there is a U.S. history course and a Western civilization yeah. course <laughs> that usually get taught. See, we see we were just taught world history. We started off with we started off with yeah we started off with Nova Scotia history because that's where I grew up. I was brought up, and then we when I hit junior high, so, yeah, after the first Canadian week, history, <laughs> and then after Canadian history, then it became world history with a heavy emphasis by the way on the united kingdom yeah we were still feeling that influence from our yeah, british yeah, masters queen, in the queen was still on the money so there you are but still is on the know. money i didn't <laughs> find out until my friends from england came to the united states that the war of 1812 isn't taught in england well, it doesn't exist weird it's like it's like they lost or something <laughs> I wonder what French history looks like in France. Oh, uh, it's just white oh. people. Um, <laughs> it's, it's just the 98 World Cup and 2000 Euros for non and 2018 yeah. World Cup nonstop. Uh, <laughs> very, very heavy on Napoleon. Very heavy on Napoleon. So, all, all five or two of them. Oh, the 
you went that one. I went Neapolitan ice cream. All right. Yeah, you went yeah. for the. Yeah, I went for the. So joke. by the way, Darcy uh, Kemper. Darcy Kemper is my third. For that's the Canadian. A, he, he's gonna have to be. Is yeah. he yeah. Canadian? If he stays healthy. If he stays healthy. He's from Saskatchewan yeah. or Saskatoon. Oh. Uh, you you had both right. Well, he's, he's he's from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. <laughs> the French part of Saskatchewan. Yeah. <laughs> the Meiji part of Saskatchewan. What about Thatcher Demko? <laughs> What about him? Yeah. He's American. Is he? <laughs> yeah. Oh. And oh that's not a, a, he's the guy who was trying to give you bacon no. in, in Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm confusing him with Matt Murray. That's why. Skin oh, sure. Wow. Wow, that's rough. <laughs> for which one? For the third goalie. Or second. No, I meant for Thatcher Temko or for Matt Murray. <laughs> yeah, it's worse for who? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Well, Carey um, Price probably wouldn't even be ready, right? Yeah, you know, they go. The team you got to worry about this time around is Russia because they finally got a goalie. Oh, Which unlike one? Boston. <laughs> like Boston. I mean, they had a couple. Varlamov. Yeah. Ozzy yeah. Vasilevsky, but Varlamov, too. Yeah. <clears throat> and yeah. uh, the guy for the Islanders is Russian, too, right? Sorkin. Oh, Sorkin. Sorkin. Yeah. It's like the Barry Trotz joke during the playoffs. I'm going to have a left-handed Russian goalie starting tonight. And everyone thought it was so funny every single day that he said it. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't skating hot laps, though. No, he wasn't. I guess that's just the Caps thing. Uh, Here's a story. Here's something. Um, Lovely lady. De'Eric King. (laughs) What you know about De'Eric King? Anybody? Euler? Nothing. Who, he's going like, to sell the Panthers. He's going to sell the Panthers on the way to the moon, baby. <laughs> he is a uh, Miami quarterback for the uh, Hurricanes, uh, and he signed an NIL with the Florida Panthers to produce digital content, have a little engagement in social media, and appear at Panthers games and events, which is good because the NHL suspended all players and teams doing uh, events with their players. In the yeah. community. So, you got to have something like this. Mm-hmm. The NIL, baby. Get get paid, college kids. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all for it. Get money I'm however you can. Sure. I am, uh, it is interesting living in a college town with a, a very prominent college hockey team and them not having any state guidance on how to deal with NILs, so they haven't been able to do anything yet. See, I, I, I expect a lot of, like... At Eastern Motors, your jobs, your credit type situations yeah, with college the players. Eastern Motors drop of the day. Yeah, but the first one was before the show, and Mark wasn't <laughs> even here. Yeah. So Lyle and Sean actually probably don't know what Eastern Motors is. Eastern Motors oh, has yeah, done. Oh yeah, Ovechkin did the commercials. Yeah. So yeah. they they do probably next to maybe uh, some pe- one pizza place that I can't remember which one it is. Nope. Pizza no, bullies? Pierre, Pierre Garçon did, like, Paisanos. Paisanos does, does some par- terrible local commercials. <laughs> that <too>. seems racist. <laughs> it's a real place. It's okay. I didn't name it. That's, I didn't name it. And I'm on Paisano anyway. It doesn't matter. So, yeah, we could Eastern say Motors, it. I mean, you, they're on YouTube. You could look them up. They're, like, they're the worst local commercials, probably, of all time. <laughs> probably deliberately so. Yeah, and maybe so. I mean, we're talking about them, so maybe that's good marketing right there. Maybe, well, maybe Mark has close. NIL with them. Yeah. I think it's close Eastern Motors, Eastern Motors, and Barry Glazer. <laughs> I'm out. Oh. Uh, so, 
Derek King in on that. Uh, like I said, fan interaction due to uh, band, due to spike in COVID. Do do. And the and the curious case <laughs> of Dusty Emu, hired then fired <laughs> within a New York minute because the Maple Leafs, the hollowed Maple Leafs, um, <laughs> forgot to do some due diligence and look on you know I don't know social media. How yeah. in twenty twenty one? Background check doesn't include social media. They uh, probably didn't want him to be on All or Nothing. Oh, uh, <laughs> All or Nothing. Yeah, or or the alt- the alternate title, All for Nothing. That's yeah, true. Yeah. Oh boy, that's. that's I'm, the- I'm looking forward to that hitting Amazon my Amazon Prime account on October first, just so I can fast forward to the last episode, so I can see how they handle getting their asses kicked by the Montreal Canadiens. I'm really looking forward to seeing what the reaction was. Wait, so how, it was how last year? Series. It was all yeah. last season. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's going to be so much season. more fun than I thought yeah. it was going to be. Oh, <laughs> yes. I already know the end. Fuck this. Let's go. <laughs> Just, I don't care about all this background shit. I don't care about their personal lives. Get to the final episode. Show me game seven. God, this is going to be <laughs> one drunk Sunday afternoon watching that. Oh, let's go. I mean, I'm all in now. I wasn't going to oh, watch it at man. first because I thought it was going to be this season coming up. Nah, dog. And I was like, I was like, you know what? I don't really know what happened, but I already know what happens, which is way more fun for me. It's so oh, much better. Yeah. I just don't understand. Like, I, I get why. Okay, you have a documentary crew going around. You know, the Canadian team—they're the biggest. Da, 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 all the Canadian hopes of Canadian fans. Jerk, jerk, jerk. Whatever uh, was going to be on the Leafs and all that. But to come up with the title of all or nothing that's it's, well, a, series. it's, it's awesome. a series it's a series name They've it's everything they do in amazon i know but all or nothing why i mean that's being roundly mocked on social media yeah. roundly mocked. even least fans are mocking that they didn't get to choose that i, so, I don't hold the leafs i don't hold the leafs responsible for the title i, I mean, do they do want they're to mention off on it. well for them so they're the ones who sign off on it i blame them sure it's like, yeah. it, can you possibly be more tone deaf? You know? <laughs> well, is, that way, that's on them. Yes, I yeah. agree. It, Signing up for it in the first Asian place. North okay. Division banner and woo! Yeah, but they, they thought they were going to win the Stanley Cup in, like, July last year. Oh, of course they did. Of course they so, did. So what what if, you know, there's an HBO show called Hard Knocks, right? That yeah. It does the same I thing do. with NFL teams during training camp. Yeah. What if, God forbid... Someone gets filmed on hard knocks taking a shot to the head and winds up like being either their neck broken or permanently injured. Should mm-hmm. they change the show from hard knocks to something else? It'll sure, get edited, it'll get edited out exactly. Yeah, sure. get- Massive headshot. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I want to laugh because the, the Maple Leafs, right? The biggest team in a bigger market with all that pressure, especially this past season, agrees to have their entire season filmed by a documentary crew. Yeah, there's teams that would that used to bitch about the the Winter Classic show getting filmed for like three weeks before you know the mm. one of the outdoor games. So yeah. I, I'd love to hear that next time that we have a, one of those outdoor game shows when the Maple Leafs just went through all that stuff and are, it's, yeah. gonna, it's only gonna get worse, right? Once the, once the show comes out and we see mm-hmm. the stuff oh. behind the scenes that maybe we didn't know about, maybe something yeah. actually interesting happens that we didn't know about. Yeah, after the fact. That'll yeah, be- I mean, yeah, that that part of it would be fine. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm being facetious and I say I'm going to fast forward to the whole thing. I mean, yeah, I obviously I'm interested to see what we're going to see. 
Okay, yeah, the, okay, yeah, the, fir the first episode in the so fast forward. Then I'll go back and I'll watch the rest. <laughs> Lyle <laughs> watched that last episode nude. <laughs> he really <laughs> whisked his hand, ready to go. Oh, oh, yeah, there we go. Lots of tissue handy, lots of tissue. Uh, God, I cannot. Oh, yeah, you're gonna throw that out there, Sean. I'm going to lean in with brother. You can't shame me, old man. I'm telling you right all, now. <laughs> all frothing the Lyle Richardson story. <laughs> uh, no, it's just all or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking that title. <laughs> but no, you're right, though. It would be interesting to see, like, you know, anything that was going on that that we we weren't aware of or what injuries that may have happened. Just, oh, gosh, they were a lot more severe, you know, than than we thought. And I mean, to be fair to Austin Matthews, I mean, he won. He did win the friggin Rocket Richard trophy playing half the season with a bad wrist. You know, he did all that with with a friggin wrist injury, uh -huh. you know. Hopefully so we get some I, good I, clips about uh Kyle Dubas going off on just Freddie Anderson's entire season, and then obviously Mitch Martin in the playoffs. Mm. That's there. That's where the good stuff's going to be. Oh yeah. See, yeah. and this is, I, I I'm not going to mean this as a slight to the Maple Leafs, but it's definitely going to come off as one. This is how far the all or nothing has fallen. Because the last one I watched was All or Nothing Manchester City when they won like three trophies in the same fucking year. Yeah. And now well, I'm going to be watching an All or Nothing Toronto Maple Leafs but, where but they lost in the yeah, first but, round. And, well, this like, is much more out. interesting. Yeah, go ahead, Sean. No, I was going to say, like, the Manchester City one was, was fine, but then I watched that Sunderland documentary where yeah. they got relegated. Oh, yeah, but that was, yeah. you want drama. I agree. You want, That's what I was going to bring Sunder up. Yeah, the Sunderland series. Sunderland Till I Die was fantastic. Yeah. That yeah. didn't need to stop for any you want that conflict way, shape, or form. Yeah, if they're just winning everything, it just doesn't matter. You already saw them win everything. I will oh, say good. this for they're Sunderland. They're dancing in the locker room. That's fun. I will say this for that Sunderland documentary. It didn't make me a fan, but it really has me pulling for them now every year. It's like, you know, come on, move up a division. Well, come on. so here's the irony of the Sunderland one is that they didn't come out with a Sunderland till I die in the season that they got promoted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you remember that dude scored the goal to send them up to the yeah, championship yeah. and ripped off the the, the patch. League one patch yeah. as a celebration and threw it off his jersey. Yeah. That yeah. was badass. Yeah. It was. And I don't know why they didn't come out with that one. Why mm. why did we lose a year of it? Yeah. But anyway. We got Ted Lasso instead, which I'm fine with. Actually. <laughs> yeah. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm going to. Plan. I, I've got vacation time coming it's up. It's kind of like our show. Weeks. It's a show about life in in uh, with a shell of football. Okay. But it really comes down to it. Okay. Well, there we go. It, our show is a, a show about life with a shell of hockey. Does yeah. Sean sleep through that? <laughs> I don't have Apple Plus, so I've never seen oh. Ted Lasso. Mm. Right, your peacock guy. I don't, I don't know who this Ted Lasso guy is. Did he used to like work for NBC? Like, he did eight, at eight one eight years point. ago. Yeah, I don't know what happened to him. He did work for NBC at one point. Weird how that works. Yeah. Um, I'm going to stay quiet. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Mark's got to take care of the baby. So we are. Uh... <laughs> Is that a euphemism? Or... <laughs> at this point, yes. Yep. Uh, all right. Johnny. Yeah. Grab the stovetop. Go stove, stovepipe hat. Oh. Got stovepipe hat, baby. Stovepipe. Stovepipe. Oh, that, that's a flat cap. That's a flat cap. Yeah, I haven't got, I haven't found a oh. nice stovepipe hat yet. Oh. They're all like, they're all like props. Yes, we need props. This is a I, show. Props. I can get the, I can get the, 
I could get the uh, bowler hat though because that's a little bit bigger than the flat cap. You're one, one step up from a carrot top show for Christ's sake. You are no carrot top, sir. But no. I don't have red hair. I'm, you know I'm, you can make a lot of. Remember, you ever we're used getting to Hudson to be carrot at a, top at a of the construction show. paper. Remember? <laughs> All right, salary cap possibly going up to eighty-two point five million for twenty-two twenty-three. Let's go. So here's the really funny part: is that I almost bought myself a top hat. Because it's in between the flat cap and the and the pipe, the stovepipe. And it kind of goes top hat. That's top all. Top hat'll work. Top hat at this point. Top hat'll work. It's a tall hat. It's a tall. It's a high I have. A, I, have a, I actually have one upstairs. I can go grab it. Oh. Oh, yeah. perfect. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Not yet. Uh, not for this week. Maybe next week I'll bring it down to the basement and I'll have it. I'll have so, multiple. I can wear multiple hats on this show. Hey. Uh, Literally. All that sweet, sweet money from Seattle and and ESPN. Who? Turner Sports. Who? It's people who have hockey. We have we have the Olympics. That's true. But that's all good. The Olympics. Peacock though. Be what? Peacock. Gonna be on. So. Pay four ninety nine a month. Do you get free Peacock? I do. That's good. And I get and and free Peacock and. Free notebooks, baby. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Damn. I was kind of hoping that Rebecca Lowe just called and, in like, left s- voicemails for you. And that would, be, <laughs> I would be okay with that as well. Swimming in that sweet NBC swag. I like it. I like it. Good. I, 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 I just know, you know, and, and, I, I, and when I say this, Sean, I hope you're going to be with NBC for, for a very, 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 very long time. But when you do have your final day, I know you're going to be rating them of office supplies like it's nobody's business. He's been working from home for 42 yeah, years. I no. Have been in office. I, no, no, he I still, has to, go, he I've still been, has to go into the office. I've been with MSC almost four years. I've been to the office less than 10 times, and it's an hour. Because I don't need to go there. I've gone there for meetings and, like, preseason, pre-playoff stuff. But now we can do it on Zoom. Yeah, everything on Zoom. But I do need some more notebooks, so I may need to go so back. that's why, yeah. Smart. Before things yeah. get really bad. I got to go in before things get really bad. <laughs> Listen, guys, I got to tell you. Hold on, take one of these. I think what we're going to do for preseason, especially with the Olympics. A couple of pens. Uh, with the pre the Olympics, you don't know what's going to happen with the, you know, look at Capri. Can I get? Yeah. No, give me that binder. Two Is of that them. Chris Sims over there? Yoink. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Phil Sims? Uh, so yeah, no, that's good. But yeah, salary cap. Let's go. What are we doing, Lyle? We're ready. We're gonna spend all the money. Let's go. That extra million dollars is gonna go really far. Oh yeah, that's gonna go really far. And and if if we're really really lucky, over the course of the next four seasons, it will go up by a million each year, mm-hmm. until such time as the owners are made whole from the players, because the players owe them over one billion dollars. Billions with a B, how about that? Yipper, because the player's share revenue is more than the owner's share. None of the CBA, it's a 50-50 split, so the players gotta pay that money back, which, if they had actually been smart, and it actually paid more back last fall when Gary Bettman asked them to do this. And I'm telling you, as I said before, it is rare in in labor negotiations, you will find me siding with Bettman and the league. But on this one, the players were stupidly short-sighted because they could have paid a large part of that back this season 
and they wouldn't have had to pay back as much, which means the cap would have gone up quicker, which means everybody would have gotten more money faster. But no, the UFAs, the guys who were free agents last year, said no fucking way. We want our money now, spurred on by their agents, of course, because they want that sweet, sweet 10%. And so as a result, the, pay, the, the people who are going to suffer from this is not the players who were free agents last year. It's not even the players who were free agents this year. It's going to be the players. It's, it's going to be players who are going to be free agents in four years time, in three years time, because there's not going to be as much money. Even the cap just barely goes up. They're not going to have as much to throw around. And the players who are also going to suffer more are the ones who aren't even in the friggin' league yet. The kids who make their debuts this season, next season, the season after that, they're the ones who are going to get screwed, you know, all because they now I to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, to be to fair. Be f- I just started yeah. that, by the way. Letter candy. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Love it. I love that. Allegedly. But to be fair. Um, I well, do understand where the PA's, the, the, the PA's uh, reluctance to do that does come from, because let's face it, when you've been getting the shaft from the league for decades, why would you trust them to come forward now? But, it, but Batman made what I thought was a very convincing case, because they said, look, yeah, we know that we negotiated this back in July and we thought revenue was going to be this. Guess what? It's going to be this. Okay, because things have changed real quick. We're not going to have a full season. So, you know, guys, could you please just let's raise the escrow a little more, a little more give back. And that way you won't have to give back as much down the road. That means that blah, 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 blah. As I said earlier, all that money gets paid back to the owners more quickly. The cap goes up faster and all of you will benefit down the road. But they shot themselves in the foot. So now we get this shit. And the, and the only good thing that comes out of this is if by the end of 2025-26, because that's when the CBA is supposed to expire, if the players haven't made whole by that point, haven't made the owners whole by that point, the CBA automatically extends another year. So if you're really looking for a little longer labor piece, then maybe, I guess, in a perverse way, you can hope the players don't pay all the money back by 2025-26 because it tax an extra year on to the CBA. But yikes, because there's a big-ass escrow clawback coming this year for the players, like 18%. Big-ass. Yes, sir. Any question? I have a weird question. If people retire during this time where they're supposed to be paying the NHL back, do they still have to continue to pay the NHL back, or does that like get pushed off to other players? Well, if, if or the owners, I money, mean, players is- don't retire, Johnny, unless yeah. their contracts have expired. That's the only time players that players retire. LTIR forever. Uh, yeah, yeah, true, <laughs> exactly. very true. All right, yeah. Then. yeah, exactly. The other good thing. The, the one good thing, the other good thing I should say about all this, the cap going up minimally for the next couple of years is it'll make Ken Holland happy because that way he won't have to hand out any more ridiculous contracts to Edmonton Oilers players and further handicap that franchise. <laughs> well, I give them a break on Darnell Nurse's contract because what the hell were they going to do? The market was set by the time it came around to do his. Thanks, Seth Jones. And, you know, and not only that, but if you lose them, how do you replace them? You don't. And you got to keep Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl happy because, yeah, Darnell, Darnell's their guy. Darnell's the guy who sticks up for them. Darnell is their best defenseman, their best two-way defenseman. There was nobody there out there who's going to replace him. So you bite the bullet, suck it up, and you go, yeah, okay, fine. It's the Zach Hyman deal I'm going, what the fuck? Uh, 
much are you doing? It's like, okay, the cap hit's not bad, but seven years for, for a guy 20, who's twenty-eight. Yeah. For a guy who's going to be twenty-nine, twenty-nine when this deal starts, like Jesus. So, how, so Lyle, what's your prediction? How does that end? Is he going to get traded, or is he going to get bought <laughs> out before the end of that? I say he gets <laughs> traded to Arizona. Given his, uh, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. By the time by the time uh, they're ready to trade him in four years' time, Arizona is going to be a better team. Lyle, we, we we've seen this cycle before. Yeah. With, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, they, I know. I, I, I guys, they get picks. I understand where you're coming good, from. Then they trade them again. It's I understand like, where you're coming from, Sean. I do. I do. When you see that, when you've seen this movie over and over and over, yeah. Honestly, you think Stormy, yeah. Anthony, Declare. Yeah. Christian, we've seen yeah. this movie before. We know how it ends. It's not going to end well. But there's a different vibe with Arizona this time. Very different vibe, and that's because. There's an actual general manager in charge, one who, oh, my God, actually knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the moves he made this summer, just to, just getting Ekman Larson off the books. I mean, yeah, it cost you Connor Garland, but to get Ekman Larson off the books, I mean, to, to get Vancouver to pick up almost all of that cap hit and to well, get back. I mean, look who he was dealing with, though. I mean, oh, I, but still, still. That that was not an easy lift, and he pulled sure. that off. And you look at all the other moves that he's done. Look at the friggin' draft picks. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Oh man, oh man. Like, <laughs> and you know, some of those picks are going to be used as trade chips, yep. mm-hmm. either at the deadline or trade deadline, or when we get close to the draft, because there's going to be teams that are going to be wanting to shed some salary, and he's not going to want to take the guys who are in their late twenties, early thirties. New. He's going to be looking at, yeah, that uh, 23-year-old kid there. That uh, Yeah, the one who's going to be coming up for a big raise soon that you can't afford. You know, here's I'm, a- I'm on cap friendly right now. They have seven picks in the first two rounds next year. Two exactly. in the first, five in the second. And who knows what, you know, I'm sure they'll add to that when they trade Phil Kessel and Christian Dvorak eventually. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Dvorak, he's kind of reluctant to do, but if somebody makes the right offer, yeah, he'll do it. That's yeah, one it. of those. That's one of those. Let's put it out there and see what comes back. Yeah, Kessel. That's that's a hard sell. Maybe at the deadline. Nobody's touched it when most of that that salary's been eaten up. Nobody wants to take that on. Plus, he wants to go play for Vegas, and Vegas are like, "Are you a center? No, get out of here." And you know who who is a center though? Jack Eichel. Who's a center? Jack Eichel. Jacques Eichel, Jacques, Jacques who apparently is going to go to the Rangers, but I mean, still, we can think of it. Well, I say that. Because of Jad and we're good to go. Uh, uh, no, not quite directly, mm-hmm. but I want to get launched there. I want to pitch this to you guys, see what you think. Please. All right, all right. Okay. 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 All right, here we go. Jack Eichel okay. to... Mm-hmm. To the Vegas Golden Knights okay, in exchange are. in exchange for right. Riley Smith, okay. Peyton Krebs, mm-hmm. Nick Hag, 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 and a first round pick. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. and no, hang on a second. I'm thinking. I'm think I'm confused. No, no. And then the Ranger. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm right. So that Eichel, Eichel, yeah. I go to the Golden Knights for that package, okay? Then the Golden Knights, the Golden Uh Knights, Mm -hmm. flip Michael to the Rangers for Mika Zabinajad. Straight up. Straight Mm. up. So I appreciate how you put thought into this. 
appreciate how this makes <laughs> Don't sense. Don't sound so surprised, John. <laughs> I appreciate how all of this actually works out as a hockey trade, but fuck Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> now, why, why, why would you need Eichel to go a roundabout way to New York? Because the Sabres are not, I repeat, are not trading Jack Eichel to the New York Rangers. They are not going to do that. Terry Pagula wants him traded to a Western Conference team. The last team on earth he wants Jack Eichel going to is the Rangers. So the only way I can see that working is if it's a three, you know, you get a third team in there. And we all know the Golden Knights, they need a first-line center, a true first-line center. No offense to Chandler Stevenson, no offense to William Carlson, but they're not first-line centers. And Montreal exposed that weakness big time in that series. Uh So they need a first-line center. I know Kelly McCrimmon said publicly, oh, I think we're done now. We're not really looking at anything right now. I call bullshit. I call bullshit. Look at the deals the Golden Knights have made, both McCrimmon and, you know, with uh, George McPhee before. When they got Mark Stone, when they went after and got Max Pacioretty. This is a t- you know, when they signed Alex Peter Angelo last year. This is a team that wants the Stanley Cup. They want it now. And they're going to go and get the players they think are going to help them get it now. So if they can't get Jack Eichel, you go for the next best thing. And the next best thing Evgeny is Sabinajad. Oh. It's Sabinajad. <laughs> yeah. So, because, you know, Sabinajad's got a full no-movement clause. Would he waive it to go to Vegas? Oh, hell yeah. Of course he would. Sure. Of course he would. Because he knows they'll pay him nine mil a season for his next contract happily. Especially if he helps bring them the Stanley Cup. So, that's, as I said, they've been linked to Vegas. To Vegas. Ryan Kennedy of uh, my colleague at the Hockey News, he was the one who came up with that uh, that package uh, that I mentioned about uh, uh, what the, the Sabres would get from the Golden Knights in that deal. That's actually what Ryan heard was the offer. The Golden Knights asked, and they said, Smith, Krebs, Hag, and the first-round pick. And people were like, why, don't they want, why would they want Riley Smith? Well, you got to make the dollars work. Yeah, and they want to get a player back. Now, and, do we? Well, we probably don't know this, but I would love to know Vegas's thoughts on that surgery. That yeah, and so I that's think, really the big think, thing for any team that's gonna that's gonna want to trade for him. But but there are teams willing to let him have that surgery. That surgery he wants. There are general managers willing to let him do it. They oh, yeah. want him that badly. There are others, of course, a little more traditionally minded, who are like, "Well, no, no, let let him let no, no, no. We'd rather he get the fusion surgery done like the Sabers want to have him do." And the fusion surgery is something that's done quite commonly. It's, yeah, it's just not like six weeks. You'd be off the ice, and and the, yeah. the regular surgery that like the Sabers want would be five to six months or something. Yeah, exactly. It would be longer. Whereas the other one, it's like, yeah, he could be ready to go if he had it right now. He could be ready for the start of the season. But the longer this drags out, the worse it gets. And and you know, I I said I don't I don't get the Sabers play here right now because the longer you let this thing drag out, I mean, yeah, everyone knows everyone knows he's going to be traded at some point. So yeah. it's not like this. If y'all were the Sabers, I'd be like, "You're not going to be our asset." Maybe in a month's time, go have the surgery. Yeah, we'll trade you. Like, yeah, what, I mean, you're, you're, his value, his value 
because if he has a surgery now, right, and say he's back on the ice in six weeks, you can still trade him in those six weeks. Yes. His value is not going to diminish because it's not like he's going to be playing games. You're like, oh, he's done. You know, you yeah. have to know for three months when when the season starts. So trade him now. What what do you have to lose? Exactly. Or just let him go have the surgery done, and then if you want, you can drag it out a little bit, and then you can trade him right before the start of training camp. Do the yeah. whole, you know, because we've seen those deals. The, the Max Patch ready deal. There you go. And Eric Carlson is Carlson. Yep. Yeah, so you could do that, but why? Why are you foot dragging here? You know there are teams out there that are willing to let him have this, willing to take him on if he has that surgery done. They're willing to let him have it done. Well, we know why. It's, do it. Called him. It's it's because they hired Kevin from accounting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can't do that. Yeah, it's very true. I gotta say, I mean, Kevin Kevin Adams has done for the most part so far. He's done a, a good job as GM. I like the, some of the returns he's gotten on the trades that he's made. I mean, you know. God, His yeah. tax returns are fantastic. Got rid of well. got rid of Ristolainen. I mean, geez, yeah, you know, he did get some decent returns, but I don't understand the thought process here at all, unless he's being leaned on by by ownership about this whole thing, which wouldn't surprise me. It would. I mean, you know, I I can definitely detect, you know, Kim Bagula's hand in this. It would not surprise me at all if she's the one that's putting the stop drop on moving him now. Yeah, but whatever. Why, why would they want to move him though? Because he wants, he wants out. I mean, yeah. it's clear he's yeah. done. Yep. He's done. Lo- it's not like it's not like they want to trade him. Right. It, it, they're at the they're at this point in. I wouldn't even call it development because development means you're moving, you're progressing forward. Yeah. Where they are, it, it's just he's too good of a player to be on a team that's still figuring stuff out. He needs to go to a team that's contending. He's been through this way too many years. And yeah, can I any of you right now without looking? Yes, the Sabres goaltending duo at this moment. Oh, is, uh, is it Craig Anderson? One. Okay. Shooter teeter. <laughs> You're close. Oh, I know that they they signed goalie. They signed the two. other goal. The other goalie used to be on the Sharks. I, oh, I believe he's on the Del- Yes. Yes. Wow. So that's Adele. another reason why Jack Eichel wants out. <laughs> that's yeah. the goaltending duo, and that yeah. Michael Hauser kid. He's yeah, they signed an AHL deal, so. Yeah. That's he didn't Susan like, Gold. He didn't like 21 that much. Craig Anderson, who was going to retire, yeah. came out of retirement to sign with the Sabres. Yeah. So that's that explains why Jack Eichel wants out. Well, they're ripping this thing down to the studs anyway and starting over. Everybody knows it. So well, the studs, they're digging a new foundation. Like yeah. It's not, <laughs> yeah, they've been ripping it down to the studs for the last five years. Yeah. I mean, they, 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 see, they tried of, just replacing the front room. And that didn't work. <laughs> then they, they were like, all right, well, we need to do the entire up upstairs. And that didn't work. And then they tried to rip down just the drywall, but keep the electric. That didn't work. Yeah. True. <laughs> but, by the way, how pissed are you if you're Dustin Tokarski, who has a contract, but it's not it's a minor league deal, and you can't break the lineup in this fucking team? <laughs> Poor kid. Oh, don't worry. One of them will get hurt like they did last year, and he'll be back. Oh, please. Craig Anderson's going to get hurt, like, immediately. Yeah, somebody will sneeze on him, and that'll be the end of that. Out six to eight weeks old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then that way we can look at. Oh, can Pe- I blame it on that? No. Right? Yeah. You know that. I, says I the guy. Not. Says the guy who's the same age as Craig Anderson. Exactly. <laughs> right. No, I think Johnny's older. <laughs> no, I'm talking about me. He said uh, oh. Uh, and then we can just wait for Uka Pekka Lukalainen to come in. And well, then that's what I yeah. heard that they were looking at him, to, uh, at Anderson, to kind of be that kid's tutor. Yeah. Kind of tutor him that he's going to try and come in this year, I guess. But Listen, kid, you got too many K's in your name. We got to get that out of there right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, he's going to have to tutor about how to say his name. Right, exactly. Amazing. Well, here's uh, the thing about the Sabres, though. They, they, I'll give him this for anyone who has hopes. I mean, Jeff Skinner is the only player outside of Michael, but he's going to be gone, who is signed beyond 2022-23 season. He'll so, be traded. There's, I'm saying there's, there's lots of opportunity to turn this roster over and, you know, potential cap space to reshape this entire deal. I mean, obviously, you might want to resign Olofsson and, and Darlene. Darlene's actually an RFA now, but Olofsson's mm-hmm. up after next season. So if they're not traded, uh, Cousins is not up for a couple of years. So, you know, with a smart GM, we could see a little bit of different different face on this roster in a couple yeah. of years. Hold on, so I'm, so I'm thinking. Johnny, go ahead with your thing. I, I, I was just going to ask if the Blackhawks had a younger, older goalie that was maybe in the system that they wanted to trade to Buffalo at some point because that's how it worked out last time. Well, if that doesn't get him to retire, um, <laughs> I will say this. No, listen. listen. I'm saying, calling it right now, Marc-Andre Fleury signs with the Pittsburgh Penguins next year for next next summer for one year for his for his farewell. He should. Back where it all began. I would be okay with that. I think he should. I'd be fine. That's all right. I do want to see Steve Stamkos as a saber. Because apparently there's Steve Stamkos rumors. <laughs> what the going on with that, Lyle? What the hell are we doing here? Okay, very quickly. Last fall, uh, Julian Brisebois approached uh, Steven Stamkos and said, you know, would you be willing to waive your no-movement clause if we could find the right deal for you? And that was very quickly uh, what they call a hard no. Uh, so that's the end of that. And it was kind of... I don't know, for some silly reason, somebody mentioned it again a couple of weeks ago or whatever about the possibility, but it's just, it's not happening. Stamkos oh, is our... Probably to, probably to have him exposed in the expansion draft so they could protect another guy, I imagine. That yeah, be- and that was, again, hard no. So, yeah, no. Stamkos is going to be there till he till his contract's done. When his contract's done, he'll retire. He's 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 lightning for life, baby. So he lives on the water like a jet skis. You want to go to Buffalo? Mm-hmm. Come on, you, yeah. you're gonna go for oh, a third cup in a row. <laughs> the water, it's close to home. It's playing in Toronto without having to play in Toronto. Mm-hmm. The waterfront's there. He yeah, had his opportunity to go to Toronto and thought and wisely thought better of it. Right. Yeah. Uh, Kaprizov, Lyle talked a little bit about this earlier. KHL is a calling. KHL is a calling for Krill Kaprizov. Okay, and, and I call bullshit on that uh, ten million dollar offer because they're 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 the KHL budgets I believe are capped at either a twelve to thirteen million US. Mm. So oh, I don't Lyle, those don't mean anything over there. Come on. Ah, uh, yeah. No, this is this is that I I'm with Andy Strickland on this. I think this is the worst bluff I've I've seen in these contract negotiations. I brought it up before. Remember when Tory Crew got the KHL offer? That was the worst one. No one believed that. This true, is so, true. This is so I, unbelievable because he played for them. Okay, but you got to you, you got to admit the Kaprizov one is up there though. That, I mean, that's, it, it is coming at a rather interesting time, of course, right? Uh, yeah, I appreciate I appreciate the chutzpah, but <laughs> no. What's that? What's chutzpah in Russian? <laughs> Hutzpah. <laughs> Bless you. Yeah. Yeah. What team is Hutzpah going to play for next year? Yeah. <laughs> Probably Scott. Like uh, Good looking kid. He's, he's, he's cocky. He's cocky, but, you know, can he back it up? Uh, Canada's third string goalie. But, yeah. uh, 
I mean, I mean, he's he, he's represented by the same agent who represented Artemi Panarin and Sergei Bobrovsky, and of course, mm-hmm. those guys got great big honking new contracts and all that. Uh, in this instance, uh, they're not looking for short ter- or for long term deal. They want a short term one so that he can get to that CBA to that or that uh, UFA yeah. status in three years' time and pull in the big big bucks. Then, but they're offering nine mil a season for this kid. Nine mil a season is what the Wild are offering here for a kid who played 55 NHL games. And yes, he looked great, but still, you know, we still haven't seen a full body of work from this kid yet. But they're willing to pay him that much. I can look good in front of Arizona and Los Angeles (laughs) and Anaheim. Like that's that's the body of work he has is against very, very not so great teams. Mm. So, I mean, they're they're giving him a king's ransom. He's like. Nah, I think I'm good. I think this but, is fine. You know, I I can see. I I think what's going to happen here is is they get they they make it they agree to like a four year deal to bring him up to 28, and he gets his eight to nine mil. You know, and then they go from there because Bill Guerin also knows that yeah, uh, you need Dollar Bill Kirill on your team going forward. I mean, last year there was excitement among wild fans that hasn't been around for, for several years. It was wild. This this kid has really excited them and they got something to build around here. Uh, so I, I, I think there's going to be a compromise here at some point because he wants to play in the NHL. He did what four years in the KHL. He's been there, done that. He's not going to get time. He's not going to get any better. So, I, I think ultimately they'll get this thing hashed out and he'll be in training camp on a four-year deal worth uh, between between eight and nine mil. Yeah, we did it. We figured out the contract, ladies and gentlemen. Four more <laughs> years. Four more years. Uh, uh, yeah, so good old arbitration stuff's happening too. Uh, that's the thing. Everybody's settling. <laughs> well, Jesus, it's like... There's there's no cases you look at in that that when I saw that list that came out that because they when they published the list uh, you know when the the who's filing and all that and I looked at the names and I and I look at them and I'm like there's there's nobody there I'm thinking hmm that one could be contentious could end up with him leaving could be a possibility no I mean when I saw the Verona report from Elliot Friedman that they were as wide apart as they were I was like oh that's interesting then you wake up the next day and you find they settled for like <laughs> what was it. 250 grand less than yeah. what he was asking for? Mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus. He won. <laughs> it's like when you're buying a car. Right. Really. <laughs> you're like, give like, me free oil changes for two years. Yeah. All right, I'm, I'll buy this car. All He's right, like, you got yeah. me. It's like, okay, okay. I'll do without the spinner hubcaps on my sports car. Fine. Okay. I can put those on aftermarket anyway. Yeah. Uh, True, they're cheaper. Exactly. Uh, Lyle, before we get to the <laughs> rest in peace, Tony Esposito. Oh, oh man. Yeah. This was, this was a kind of out of left field. I don't think. Yeah, right. It wasn't out there that he had. Yeah, it was. Right? No, yeah. no. And th- this was a short battle, I guess, with pa- pancreatic cancer. Um, uh, yeah, that one, when I saw that last night, that, that I needed a couple of minutes because Tony Esposito was one of my favorite players because I grew up in the 70s and in the early 70s uh it was to me there was there were four great goalies in that that period of time Tony Esposito, Ken Dryden, Bernie Perrant, Rogi Vashon 
And Tony Esposito was like Ken Dryden. He was very distinctive. He played a very distinctive style. He was he was like one of the first adherents of the butterfly style that had been pioneered by Glenn Hall. Um, he also uh, he like all the goalies of the era always held their sticks right handed. He held his left handed. Um, he also had a very unique mask as well. And of course, the younger brother of, you know, Phil Esposito, who was filling the nets at the time. But he was a big reason for Chicago being the powerhouse that they were in the early 70s. I mean, it speaks for itself. Like every second year, he won the Vezina Trophy. He won it in 1970, 72, and 74. Um, he played for, for Canada in that memorable Summit Series in 72. And he was the better goalie of the, of the two. He played better than Dryden did. I, as much as I love Ken Dryden, I never understood why they stuck with that they would keep alternating after each game when it was apparent that that uh, Esposito was the better goalie. But thankfully, Dryden rediscovered his game in, in Russia or else it would have been a completely different ending. Um, it might have been but, there the whole uh, time. Yeah, and he backstopped the Blackhawks to two Stanley Cup finals and they came up short against Dryden and the Canadians both times. But that was a goalie duel to watch. Uh, you know, it was, was Dryden and, and Esposito in those two series. And... Uh, yeah, that that one, you know, the the little kid in me kind of kind of felt pretty sad, pretty saddened by that. I mean, because he, he he had meant so much to to me, and I know he did to a lot of uh, a lot of kids who grew up back then. Um, you know, especially if you were aspired to be a to, to be a goalie like I did. So, um, yeah, uh, I I really feel for his family, but also for for brother Phil because this is going to really really gut him. You know they were very very close, so uh, yeah, my 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 thoughts are with with Phil and and with Tony's family. And man, it's been a shitty year for the Blackhawks, that's for sure. Uh, so this just yeah, this this was one kick they didn't need. But uh, like I said though, I suppose Tony O's legacy will will live on, and he, in my opinion, he was the greatest goalie in Blackhawks history, without without a doubt. I feel like the four people that you just mentioned there like totally changed the way that goaltending was in the NHL. Oh, for sure. They 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 did. They did. They uh yeah, as I said, in that that from 70 to 75, like there was those four and then everybody else. I mean, okay, uh, Eddie Jockman from time to time got mentioned in the conversation, but for the most part it was always Tonio, Dryden, Bernie and Rogie. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's liven the new mood up, shall please, we? Please, please. All right, here we go. Let's go back to 2001. It was a simpler time then. <laughs> let's go back to the dawning of 2001, January 3rd, just a couple the days after the new year. Before the trade deadline. Exactly. <laughs> so this is before the trade deadline. We're going uh, going a little bit uh, southwest of me. A little bit southwest. They got a five-hour drive down the... Uh, Omaha? Close. <laughs> close. Go to St. Uh, Paul. Go to St. Paul, Minnesota. In oh, two, Minnesota, Minnesota. January 3rd, 2001, at the XL Energy Center, the Minnesota Wild, in their first season, taking on your Atlanta Thrashers. As oh, 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 2001. Oh, nice. Let's go. Oh, you guys should be. Oh, well, that's right in Johnny's wheelhouse. <laughs> this is right in Johnny's wheelhouse. 
Yep. So we'll start with Johnny P. Wild Thrasher's pre-deadline 2001. Have at her. 2001. Uh, oh, come on, Johnny. I want to go. I want to go right off the hop with Kari Lettinen. Now, way too early. Damn. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Six years too early. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> well, <laughs> fine. Uh, we'll I need to. I need to bring back some of my old uh, right? uh, Thrasher's knowledge. Then we got to go to. We got to go to Sean Leahy now. This is. I'm trying to do the calendar. January 2001. So it's 01. Oh, 2000, 2001. Okay. So this is just before Kovalchuk. I was at that draft in 2001. I know that. This so is a there. recipe on a website that you found. Just let's get to it. <laughs> Damn. Why, why are you stealing someone's bit? I've read that tweet before. Why are you stealing their bit? <laughs> I'll go with a different number one pick that was definitely around in 2001. Patrick Stefan. Patrick Stefan is on the board. You are correct. <sighs> Uh, Lyle. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'll stick with. I'm gonna go with the wild here. I'm, I'm a little rusty on my Thrasher's game right now. I'm gonna let it oh. go around once here, and I'll see if I Uh-oh. can get something back. Yeah, let's uh, go. Marion Gabrick. Marion Gabrick on the board. You're correct. Ooh. Okay. Uh, we will go now to Mark. Everybody knows the goalie for this team was Milan Hilinka. Sorry. Ah. Uh. Sorry. Not you. Yeah, clearly really not you. Good one. <laughs> You're gonna hear a whole uh, uh, a whole lot of obscure names here, Sean. Buckle in, buddy. <laughs> Sean listens to the podcast. He's never yeah, on, but he I, listens. I've done um, this before. I played this. Uh, before. He sleeps through the podcast. Where he's kind of used to. Never can hear the yeah, yeah, but were you listening in for those in, interminable six weeks of the Atlanta Thrash? Those were the greatest you know, six you know, weeks I of the show. Six actually, six that was actually my idea that I texted Scotty today. Ah, okay. <laughs> I was, so you, I got to blame. Okay. I'm the mean guy, right? Yeah. I'm the mean guy. <laughs> Todd Reardon. Todd Ooh. Reardon. Sorry. Oh, what? Sorry. No Todd Reardon. This Sean? is bullshit. Oh, did did oh did someone say Marion Gabrick already? Yep, yeah, it has been mentioned. Two thousand one Wild or Thrasher. Thrasher. Holy cow! Is this the first year of the Wild? Sure is, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like you didn't listen the last ten minutes. <laughs> I'm speaking of Punky Stefan. As I as I want to do around nine o'clock every night. Um, <laughs> shit. Who would have been on these teams? That's a, that's actually the that's, the that's actually the, the game. The point yeah, of the, the game. Point yeah. of the game. <laughs> so we got Patrick Stefan, we got Marion Gabrick, uh mm-hmm. <laughs> waiting on your answer. I throw it a place a place name if you need to. Oh, hang on. <laughs> So this is somebody's calling a, a friend. Yeah. yeah. So, so this is my this is why Leahy and I were drinking uh, Sprite and Tito's uh, during this spit at the uh, at the Dallas draft. He's getting some thrashers calling him up. Though. Hey, I was on the team. Um, <laughs> I think he was. Still there. I have two names in my head, but I'm gonna hey go. Hey guys, listen, I, I I got a book. My wife's uh, my wife's just calling me from uh, from Newfoundland, so I gotta I gotta take this yep. call. So all right, I will all right. see Bye. you guys next week. Good seeing you again, Sean. That's Bye. a good way to get out of this, Lyle. <laughs> Pierre, <laughs> Pierre Mark Bouchard. Ah. Ah, <laughs> um, Ray Ferraro. 
There it is on the board. Hey, Ray Ferraro. All right, open Mark. I'm gonna go with uh, Robert, aka Bobby Holik. Bobby Holik. Sorry. Damn. Too early, right? Yep. Yeah. Johnny. I'm just gonna say it because uh, I've forgotten what who was on the 2001 Thrasher, so I'm gonna go with Lubosh Bartekos. Lubosh Bartekos Schnosher. Uh, not there. I'm not having to get this might be an in-between thrashers team yeah. for me. Sean Leahy. Trying to think of goalies. By the way, this game had two goals and they were scored in the first five minutes of the game. Oh, sounds about right. Was it, the thrashers and wild. What was the score? Final score? One, it was a one-to-one tie. Oh my god. I hope those people got a refund. <laughs> Both goals were on the power play. Oh. Um Right now. I don't want to say that name. I'm thinking of Thrashers now. Thrashers, Thrashers, 2001. This is not my guess, but Pokey Reddit was never a Thrasher, right? No, that was a little too early. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking of Fred Brathwaite. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Come on. Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> um. My God, like Jesus, dude. <laughs> Hey, I'm sorry if I, you know, care. You might want to go to the office tomorrow to steal your supplies. <laughs> After this comes out. Um, this is from 2001. This is hard. <laughs> Two shitty it was 20 said. years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Manny Fernandez? Sorry, no Manny Fernandez. Uh, Johnny? Andrew Burnett? Andrew Burnett's on the board. Yeah. Which, which, which team was he on, though? Wow. Oh, sorry. He wasn't? He's on the Thrashers. That's awesome. That's even more funny. Let's go. (laughs) Mark? Um, What's the box score telling you? Alexander Digg. Nope. Oh, that's a good guess. That's a good one. A little early. He was on the Flyers at this point. Tashon Lee. This guy I only know has ever played for the Thrashers. Maybe he played for other teams. Nat Dominic Kelly. Nat Dominic Kelly on the board. I only know him for playing. I say him every every time, I think. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're always doing the Thrashers, apparently, when you're on. <laughs> he also played for the Whalers, the Flames, and the uh, Wild. Allegedly. So there you go. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, Johnny. Um... If Andrew Burnett's not even on the wild, I have no idea who is. Uh, Andrew Castles? No Andrew Castles. To Mark. Alexei Zhitnik. Sorry, no Alexei God, there might be like four players we know from these teams. Sean. Um... Did someone say Sergey Zoltok? They didn't. They Did pick? They? Yeah. No, sorry, he's not on there. You got my hopes up. I know. So I do. Uh, Johnny. Bob Beers? Bob Beers, not on this team. He's on every team that you bring up. Yeah, I know, but not this team. <laughs> Mark? I'm going to go with Mika Koiv- Miku Koivu since I brought him up earlier. <laughs> sorry, not on this board. Damn. Uh, Sean? Ooh. 
wild. Oh. Ooh. 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 Don't hurt yourself. Thinking. There's another guy who I only relate to one team. Wes Walls was he on the wild then. Wes Walls is on the wild on the board. Look at him. Wow. Look at I believe it's go. Wesley Walls. <laughs> yes, they caught the bullet. Yeah, exactly. Um, Wes Walls actually played uh, for the Bruins, the Flyers, the Not Flames, true. and the Red Wings. Not true. But nope. only the wild. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Johnny. Um, let's see. Who else could be on this Thrasher's team? Um, Damian Rhodes. He's on the ball. There it is. That's the one. That's the one. One goalie down. Mark, you have the wild goalie. Uh, no, I don't. Okay, but cool. you you distracted <laughs> me a little bit because I was on the, I was focused okay. on a theme and you you ruined it. All right. Uh, Mark's hooked on a feeling. I'll go with Tim Erickson with an X. I know he's not there, but you mean Jan? No, he means Tim, the son. Jan would have been around in 2001, not Tim. Yeah, they're both wrong, so it doesn't Tim matter. Was like a, Tim was probably a fetus. <laughs> well, you never know. He could have drafted that. He was throwing pitches for the twins. You know this. <laughs> True. That's No, that's Scott. That's Scott. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's where Scott. it got mixed up. Yeah. Uh, Sean Jeff Ballard. There it is. Uh, this might have been too early, but Mark Savard. Mark Savard is too early. Oh, man. Johnny, to you. Um, God. These expansion teams were shit. Yep. Not like the uh, one. No, not at all. Uh, no. God. Uh, talking wild, we're talking thrasher kids. Dwayne Rollison? Sorry, no Dwayne Rollison on this team. Mark? Yeah. <sighs> the Open Championship. I have no idea who the fuck the goalie for the Wilds is. Then. Yannick Perot. Yannick Perot? Not on the board. Mm. Sean Leahy. To, to putt. <laughs> and another one who's probably too early, Pasquale Dupuy. Pasquale Dupuy! Yes, too early. Let's go to uh, last call. Last call. Thank God. Johnny? Um, Peter Sidorkovich. Nope. Whalers, man. Yeah. Well, and he I- wore green with the wild as well. Lies. <laughs> Mark, last call. Mike, Mike Sillinger. Mike Sillinger? Nope. It's a good none, guess. None of our. It was a really good guess because I'm going with a one in three chance of being right. <laughs> uh, Sean Leahy with the last call. Francis Sec Francis Sec Caberlet. Yeah, Caberlet. Pulls it out right on the board. 
God, I whipped it right oh, out. Great Shut work. Flopped it on the table and said, right on the table. This out. We're going to end strong. Played the most minutes of any player on this ice. 28 minutes. For the entire year. For the entire team. Uh, here we go. <laughs> your, your thrashers. Donald Aldette. Ah. Uh, Burnett was mentioned. Brett Clark. Nope. Dominic Kelly and Ferraro were mentioned. David Harlock. Of course. Oh. Exactly. Caberlet was mentioned. Andreas Carlson, Denny Lambert, Jeff Odgers, Eve Surratt, Steve Steos, Patrick Stefan was hey, mentioned. Steve, Steve. Hey, Steve. Uh, you guys, you guys can't disrespect the man like this all the time. Pierce Fartdad was on this uh, team. Pierce. You know what? I, Got, I, I, I had a feeling. Is his name Fart? Did you say Fartdad? Yeah, he farted. Fartstad. Fartdad? Is that a fart superhero? Dad. It's actually it's actually a Father's Day card. Hey, fart dad. Uh, Dean Sylvester, Chris Tamer, Brad Tapper, Sergey Vishakevich, and Damian Rose. Is Dean Sylvester the most aggressive two first name combo of all? I feel like these I, are I, like I, half the team was made up names. Those, are, those, are, those are pure 2001 expansion expansion team names. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dean Sylvester, though, I do agree with you that that's a very aggressive two first names. Yeah, because I think this is the second year for the Thrashers, too. Like, I feel like Sylvester Dean might mm. have actually been a little bit better. but That would have been more aggressive? Dean... No, 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 no less, less, more palatable. Uh-huh. Dean Sylvester is just like... That's rough on the, that's rough on the body. In your face. All right, yes. let's, let's do the other guys. The milk. Face let's let's wild, wild it up. Wild and... Wild. Uh, Ladislav Benisek. Yeah, of course, that guy. Brad Bombardier. Not true. Jim Dowd. Gabrick was mentioned. Aaron Gavey. Mr. Wild himself, Darby Hendrickson. Matt Johnson. He owed, uh, he owed that sports story, right? That yeah, uh, Mighty Ducks too. Junior Goodwill Games, yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Uh, Sergey Krimakrasov. Mm. Philip Kuba. Ah, that we should have gotten Kuba. Uh, this guy obviously likes being, con- uh, being backed up because he's anti-laxanin. Uh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> pro-constipation joke, guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Talk to you by the cheese council. He's got nothing uh, against, he's got nothing against constipation, though. No, nothing against <laughs> constipation. Uh, nothing against Crohn's disease. Uh, Curtis Lecision. Jeff Nielsen, he's got great ratings. Sean O'Donnell, <laughs> Scott Pellerin, Lubomir Sakara, Cam Stewart, USS Andy Sutton. <sighs> you know what's funny? I was I was thinking about Andy Sutton, and Why? I was I was legitimately like, like what the like what yesterday? the fuck was that guy's name? But I thought he was on the Thrashers because he was on the Thrashers was for a, a very long time. He was on the Thrashers, yes. Is it Andy Sutton? The are you an are you an expert guy? Yes, yes, I thought so. And in goal, you know him, you love him. Sometimes coming a cup, gross. Jamie <laughs> Noodles McLennan. Oh, I got a good story about him, but you have to ask me about that offline. Offline, stay off air. <laughs> like we talk to you. No, like yeah, I don't off, talk to like, you offline. Off, really, off, like way offline. Are we gonna have to go <laughs> off the grid? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> is this is this Brian Brian Boyle's level? I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna no 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 nothing nothing 
involved. I'm going to end up in Manioc somehow, and uh, Leahy will be there. I don't know if he, he he lives near there at all, but that was just a random town that I was Everywhere in. is close in Long Island. That's true. Yeah, we got a we got a top golf out here. Come on out. What? Come on out. Sure. Top golf. Top golf. Right. It's only five hours from me. That's fine. Just go play top golf and then go home. What could go wrong? I live around the block from a soccer field to go. Go okay. play with little Drinky McGee. <laughs> He's probably my size at this point, right? Probably much, yeah. He's, he'll probably, he probably could bench press you, too. Well, I don't think that could happen. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's see. Exactly. Go time. Go time. Um, Johnny, shout outs. I give a shout out to alarm clocks. Uh, they work <laughs> tonight for Sean Leahy. Uh, They're overrated. <laughs> I give a, uh, four, give a shout four, out. I'm going to hear that in the 40th anniversary show. It's going to come up 20 more I give years. A, I give a shout out to, uh, to Mark being in uh, my basement tonight. Yes. Uh, he didn't have to put any kids down, which we're just. Gonna from now on we're gonna uh, refer to as demeaning children. <laughs> really, like you need to go to sleep because you are not a good kid. Yes, you smell bad. Also, yeah, obviously. Um, and yeah, this is our first show of our twenty-first season. So uh, mm-hmm. let's make it go. Let's let's make this happen. Make the game start. We can do this as long as we want to because we pay for it. Pretty much. Except for the Patreon. Right. You pay for that. Right. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, Patreon. <laughs> Shout out, Patreon. Shout out, Patreon. <laughs> and all the patrons. See, shout you out, Sean. Look at that. He say he never oh. does. My Mark? turn? Oh. Mark. Ooh, oh. Mark. I think you're whispering. Oh, no, sh- you know, I cede my time to Sean. No, you go. You go, Johnny. But this isn't t- this isn't some kind of like fucking House of Representatives <laughs> yeah, thing I know. going on right now. Let's I would like to see the floor to the representative on Long Island. Are we voting on the infrastructure bill already? You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna put a diss out to this hotel infrastructure. That I'm I hardly in. know her. <laughs> that was a that was a stretch. <laughs> you had to dig deep for that infrastructure, but joke. Oh yeah! Oh, that's oh, good. That's the worst thing. Lay, <laughs> Scotty first had to lay the foundation though for the infrastructure. Exactly. Joke. We have to. Good. Yeah. Look okay. at him. He's beaming. <laughs> I know. Uh, shout out or diss to the Element Hotel that I'm staying in. What? Wait, what? It's brand new. I don't know. I didn't hadn't heard of it either. It's Is El- Element by Marriott like or something. Fucking Virginia. Is it Element a hotel? Totally motel Six. Is it a hotel that's really warm? Is it, is uh, it, it is the summer, so yes, it's, we're on fire. We're on the fire element. Is uh, the really uh, the really hot girl from the Sixth Sense there, though, in mm, the element? That's true. Unfortunately, no. Uh, the dead one? No, Mila Jovovich. Who are you thinking of? Uh, yeah. I haven't seen the movie in like 20 years. <laughs> the kid? <laughs> the child? <laughs> <sighs> anyway. That's all I got. I mean, this place is, it, it's brand new and uh, it's not, you would expect this to be like one of the best hotels I've ever stayed in. No, it's not, not really. it's not, it's not that great. Element Hotels, long and short. Oh, there's one in Fargo. How is it from it's the, got, uh, what the fuck? Hold on a minute. 
How is it from the scale of the Dufferin to anything else we stated? I mean, it's not as good as uh, stayattheairport.com. Obviously. Those are free. <laughs> well, I mean, this one's technically free. To me. Uh, well, I, I guess it's not because I pay taxes, so it's not free. Enjoy your goddamn hotel on my dime. <laughs> <laughs> I am. It's Sugar Daddy Scotty. If you know what I mean, I am. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, I'm I'm reading a, a Yelp review of your hotel. Yeah. From April of this year. Uh-huh. Is it this one in Norfolk? Yeah. Or Hampton? Oh, this one. Yeah, Hampton. Yep. Peninsula Town Center. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Read it up. One star. Yeah. <laughs> hotel was relatively clean. Wrong to a good start. Uh-huh. Staff was pleasant. Well, but Uh-oh. do not go here for business or thinking you'll have a peaceful, restful stay. Constantly smelled people smoking pot, raging drug parties, screaming, fighting, people getting mugged outside the hotel. Not a pleasant experience. Well, there's Norfolk. I think you're going to hear that in every hotel. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that. The Scotty sentiment at that point. You're in Norfolk. <laughs> what exactly are you fucking looking for? Exactly. Stop it. With Trouble. That. Yeah. I mean, I could apologize to that person for my behavior, but what would that <laughs> solve? <laughs> I'm going to get it up to a three-star. <laughs> it only has five reviews, so you can make it a six if you want. Yeah. There you go. Make it six.com. Draw like an ASCII penis and call it a day. <laughs> Just an eggplant. <laughs> eggplant emojis. <laughs> then a needle. Uh, oh. <laughs> that, ain't no, that ain't a vax. <laughs> I'm done with my shout-outs after that. <laughs> Going on, on top. John Lee. I'll give a shout out to you boys and Sean P. O'Connor and Laura and Jimmy and the other cast of characters on the show. 20 years, 20 years. You guys have been around since before podcasts, before iTunes. You did listen now, to I'm, you know, it's, it's, I think 20 years ago where we all were, you know. And we're still there. Some of us had, you know, fewer gray hairs. Some of us had hair. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was good times 20 years ago, and the fact that you guys have been doing this for 20 years every week for what two, three Eight hours at a years. time. Oh, and, and <laughs> for and, 20 and, years, yeah, and to travel to stuff like the All Star games and obviously the drafts every year, it's uh, it's pretty cool that you guys have been able to do that, keep it together for like 20 years, and like just you guys are. Moved all over. We've all grown up, but you guys still get in touch with each other once a week. Mark, whenever he decides to show up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's it's just it's awesome. And I've been a listener for 16 years. Wow. 2005. Wow. First iPod. Downloaded every like hockey podcast I could find, and you guys are the only ones that remain. It was like between like, the last two, it was like yeah, between you and the EJ Raddick and Barry Merrill's ESPN podcast, like uh. six. Wow. Did we did we kill off the other face off hockey show yet? Did we outlast them? No, I think they're still doing whatever yeah. they were in the off season. You need oh, blood, they're going to be blood? all in on the all or nothing. That's for damn sure. Yeah. You know how like the radio hosts will start like a feud with another station. You guys got to do that. Yeah. And it'll end up in like the Anchorman fight. That'd be great. <laughs> I'm okay try I haven't been in a good Anchorman fight in a while. True. Um. Well, yeah. Just a shout out to you guys. Twenty years. That's 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 awesome. Keep it up. Here's to uh, forty more. There it is. Ooh, 
That's asking for a lot for me. Yeah, it's gonna be. <laughs> I look forward to very soon at some point sitting in a virtual living room space with our guests, Aren't with a VR that? headset on, and being able to pretend high five you, but feel the haptic feedback like we're in the oasis. Yeah, I bet. That's well, gonna well, happen in the next twenty years. Here's sure. one. Um, not that oasis, okay. Um, thank you, Sean. Anything else you want to shout out? Want to plug? NBC's going strong. Just got the Olympics. Ready to go. Yeah, go watch NBC. Like, leave all your TVs on NBC stations. Go get Peacock. Watch NBC. Get Peacock. We're phasing out the other things. Premier League starts on uh, Friday. Brentford and Arsenal. We play Manchester United at 7.30 on Saturday morning. Uh, But Peacock's pretty good. I mean, I've watched some stuff on there. I, I I really so. I started diving into WWE Network for all like those wow. documentaries. It's good stuff. <clears throat> I know you guys are gonna make fun of me for this, and I don't care. Girls, that. Girls Five Eva is hilarious. It's very funny. It's That's, it's like a it's like Thirty Rock, but if Sarah Bareilles and uh, the girls from um, Bridesmaids were on a sitcom. That's on the record. It, it, it is a Tina Fey show, so it is. It is funny. It is a funny show. I recommend watching it at least once. If you liked 30 Rock or Sarah Bareilles. I like or Sarah comedy Bareilles. in general. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a that's a that's an endorsement. That was a huge plug right there. Yeah, good. Girls Five Up is funny. I'm I'm about four I'm four episodes in. It's great. Have you watched it only in the hotel by yourself? Oh, that'd be great. No, well, that that is like a prime date night show. Yeah, that's Amazon, sir. Uh, it, it's yeah, hard to hear is... over all the screaming and drug raging drug parties, you know. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'll, I'll guys, you got to keep it down. I'm on the show. Thanks. <laughs> I can I can buy 120 Slim Jims for 37 dollars. <laughs> Should we leave you alone? I, oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I smell a new orb versus smile. <laughs> It's just, it's just quotes. Yeah. And then Scotty slaps, snaps into a Slim Jim. Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah, we dress as Macho Man now. Of course I do. You get the tassels. It's and the all tassels. quotes in Macho Man's voice. What? And he slaps, snaps into a Slim Jim. What I'm actually looking for is the Macho Man Randy Savage uh, size Slim Jim. They're three times bigger than original Slim Jim. As they should be. Yeah, so uh, I'm trying to find a box of it, but they only come in packs of 12. And I'm not gonna, I, can, I can get 120 for that. I can get 10 times more of that. What year are they from? Uh, probably 97. <laughs> like peak nitro days. You know, then you might as well get some WWF ice cream bars while you're at it, too. From 91. Great. Nice and just cut it. And it's actually just cottage cheese bars at this point. Wash it down with some Crystal Pepsi. Don't get me started. Crystal Pepsi was my jam, man. Glass bottles. And they oh, went yeah. to plastic. And that's why I'm against plastic. All four yeah. of them. Ladies. Plastic is the worst. Uh, <laughs> so you like glass? Hmm? Never mind. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Is that a dildo home. joke, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that. NBC Saturday night, Slahey and so. Uh, thanks to Sean Leahy for coming on. We always like like him around. He's a good 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 egg. I love when I book myself. He's so good. He needed his own show. Book himself. He, he didn't want to come on the 20th anniversary. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I need my own spot. Um, I like to share my time with Lyle. Of course, who doesn't? Um, and then, you know, 
he's here and look how look at how far he's grown from pop jo- from from Teddy Roosevelt to pop jocks to going five hole to puck daddy to NBC and you know couldn't couldn't have gotten us a gig during any of those times whatever it's fine we don't hold a grudge uh it's fine we still love him we, we miss him you're, uh, you're you're giving me more power than I, I ever had I mean, you could just slide a CD over to somebody like it was in Airheads. You slide the CD over to the desk. Joe Montaigne, you can play You gave it. me a CD, but it was an AOL free 20 hours disc from 1996. Well, I went to a Caps game. I had several of them. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> hey, fun, fu- fun full circle story. That's what we used as coasters in the original studio. <laughs> I mean, you and the rest of America, once they used up those hours. Right? Yeah. 2001, AOL discs were all, were all over the place. They were all the rage. Um, but yeah, thanks, thanks to Sean for coming on. We appreciate it. That's all we got. You can buy a sealed uh, AOL disc 7.0 with Britney Spears on it for $8.99 on the eBay. Uh, so there you go. Or you can buy a vintage, lot of 12 vintage AOL disc, um, sealed for 29 bucks. Do the hours, do the hours still work? Is AOL still a thing? I don't think AOL is still a thing. Dial-up is going to become something at some point when the entire network goes down again. Well, I mean, every, everyone likes vintage stuff, right? So eventually dial-up's just going to come back, too. Well, let's be honest. The the data on cell phones is just uh, new school. It's a modernized retro dial-up, if we're, if we're being honest. Bob, I'm on the phone! <laughs> you can't get on the internet right now! No, I'm on the phone! D- download download a three-minute porno in 45 hours. <laughs> Good time. Oh, we got vintage floppy disk here, baby. What are we doing? Hey, hey, whoa, hey, whoa. hey. What, floppy what disk were before pills. What, what site are you on? <laughs> I think this is still eBay. Oh, that's not eBay. That's not eBay. Mm. No. That's, that's oh, you can get the vintage Seinfeld American online CD disk. What? 2004, 1,000 hour, 1,099 hours free. Wow. Plus a free wow. Seinfeld trivia game on the CD. Wow. That's two things in one. And Carmen Sandiego. I wish. All right. It's just Seinfeld throwing dice at you if you get close. What's the deal with telephone lines? Um, we're Jenny P. Mark with the CM Scotty Waz. And finally, I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Face Off Hockey Show on all the podcasters you can think of uh, Apple, Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Google, uh, iHeart, tune in, maybe LinkedIn, probably not. Ooh. Uh, on our socials at FOHS Radio on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and Patreon.com slash Face Off Hockey Show. Uh, all the fun stuff there. Until we talk to you next week, we might have guests then. Who's to say? Probably not. But we'll see how it goes. Uh, until next week, peace.